wake up in the morning i see a ps4 in the house on the counter and i'm like the fuck is this doing here i'm like i don't understand this story like i, I vaguely remember her trying to tell me the story at night but i'm like nah this shit don't really make that much sense to me i don't understand this i believe that mask is the new racism now you're probably like what the fuck are you talking about now let me just let me say it again to let it sink in masks are the new racism the bamboo project podcast starts in three two welcome to the bamboo project podcast where you can see how we turn our life into a living my name is donovan gray and damn i forgot what comes after that oh yes you can find me on instagram at d-o-n-i-v-a-n-g-r-a-y that's my instagram and my twitter you can find my beautiful girlfriend melissa burnett at anita burn a-n-e-t-a-b-u-r-n that's on instagram uh i'm doing consultations so if you want to consult you can hit me up on my instagram dm me we can talk about that timestamps now i know some people see the podcast and it's like oh that's kind of long it's three hours it's two and a half hours well look i solved that for you guys okay i put timestamps in the description because i'm like you know what you might see a part where you go i want to just look at that part or i only want to hear that part now you can do that so you can go to the description in youtube if you're watching on youtube or any other major streaming platform you can go on there and see what the timestamps are today's date is august 18th it is 1 34 p.m I'm okay with the time we started today. You know, if you're first to the podcast, you're not really familiar with this, but anybody that's been here from before will know whenever you get something new or add something new of the new variable to what you're doing, this is a business lesson. There will always be a learning curve all the time. There's never not going to be a learning curve. So today we got some new equipment. We got, uh, we have a, uh, LED light for my face because we realized, so Something else I realized too. Let me get some water because my mouth is a little dry. Uh, give me one second. Listen, listen. It wasn't. It wasn't filled with water. I don't know what you want me to tell you. It was an empty cup of water. Mm. Okay. So, what was I gonna say? Oh right. So something I learned too. Right. So Melissa has a flatter face than I do, right? And my face is more like, if you have, from my side profile, it's probably longer. So I didn't really realize this until this year. So because of that, I've, well, not this year, a couple of weeks ago, when we do podcasts, the light will hit her face and it'll hit the entirety of her face. But with me, if the light's coming from the right side of my face, you won't really see the left side of my face because it'll be dark. So I didn't even know that was a thing until now. So we ended up getting a LED light, which I realized is now on top of the chair, Melissa. I did that. So you thought that I wanted the LED light to be on top of the chair? You thought one leg on top of the chair. Do you mind moving that off of the chair, Melissa, please? Thank you. I would appreciate that. Huh? Did I move the chair underneath the LED light? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, how did you know it was there? Listen, I just do what I I don't even know if that's true. I don't know if that's true. I don't know if that's true. Uh, so like, 
Clearly, that's what it was. Because I'm like, why would you put it back on top of the thing? Like, see, this is what happens with women. They always want to be petty. This is, this is the problem. Um, what was I saying? Yeah, back to the facial thing. So I didn't know that my face. I would I call. I wouldn't call it angular, but it's more like it's two dimensional. Is what? <laughs> wow. You know who I look like? Phineas and Ferb. If you. <laughs> If you had to, is it Finny? If you, if you if you Google Phineas, right, and you see his face, it's that's how my face looks. So from one side of my face, you can see all the light, but the other side is gonna be dark. I didn't know that. So Melissa got unemployment and a coronavirus bag, so we were able to invest in some new equipment. So we have a LED light to show the left side of my face, which is opposite the sun. So now you can see both sides of my handsome face. Um, and we also got a new tripod. Now look, all right, I didn't even know how tripods really get down i was under the impression that if it has a stick and a, like you get a little and a little handle part for the uh the camera you're good our last tripod was for an led light which probably like seven inches in size so the camera would be tilting off to the side it'd be leaning all over the place it really have no different functions of the tripod you just screw it on and leave it there right bruh melissa bought this seven foot and a half tripod in the house the shit weighs like 30 pounds and now it's just like all right. I mean, it's just fire. It has mad. I'm looking at it right now. They got it got lines for numbers. They got one, two. You can unscrew everything. This mad unscrewable shit. The the legs, everything's unscrewable. So it's a sturdier tripod than we've had before. So that's good. So we're using that. Um, but we were trying to figure out the best lighting for the podcast. Like I said, this is our first time using it. So it's kind of like, how do we how do we go about, you know, like just setting it up? Like I said, always going to be a learning curve. So whenever you do something new, always expect to fuck up in the beginning, expect things to go wrong, expect things to be different, because at the end of the day, is you're not going to, you, you can't plan for things you don't know exist. You can do your best, plan the best you can. At the end of the day, when things come up, you'll approach those things, you know, when they get there. So. Mm. Melissa, can you scroll down? Okay, quicker than that, Melissa. Okay, then put the muffin down and scroll and take the cat carrier off later. So, uh, there are three segments to this podcast, right? Three or four segments. What's going on? Why are you making a face? Do you want me to go here first or down somewhere? Um, you don't have to go down yet. So, the podcast pretty much has, like I said, it has three uh, segments. I have today's agenda, which is what we're going to talk about in terms of what we're going to talk about later in the podcast. I have my life update. The life update for the podcast is what I tell you guys about my life and what I've been doing over the last week. Because like I said in the beginning of the podcast, the purpose of this is for me to show you week by week what I'm going to do to go from being a regular guy to being, I mean, I'm not regular, I'm amazing, but to go from what I am now to being a billionaire. So I want, and not only being a billionaire, because I feel like there are different kinds of billionaires. I don't want to be a billionaire that has to work for my billions of dollars all the time. I'm out here. Like I don't want I don't want to have to contribute billion dollars worth of labor myself to be a billionaire. I want my mind to be able to create billions of dollars for me. Um so that's what I'm doing right now and I'm showing you guys step by step because I also I always feel like it would be amazing to see if you found a celebrity like right now. Maybe Cardi B, somebody like that. Where you saw her and even then he probably wouldn't even be the best example because there are people on YouTube right now who have stripper podcasts, not stripper podcasts, stripper uh, YouTube channels. And 
you can see them day by day go from that to being a superstar. So not a billionaire like me, like I'm going to be, but like superstars. So imagine if you had Cardi B's stripper vlogs when she was in, on the streets uh, stripping and, you know, doing robbing guys and stuff like that. That would be kind of fire. You don't have it, though. All you have is the stories, but not here. With us, you actually have it day, week by week, how we go from where we are now to, be like, oh, my God, you know, Donovan Gray just bought this company. He just built this. You know, It's going to be crazy. It's going to be wild. Um, so that's the purpose of the life update. Then the other part of the segment is called episode playback. That's usually when I go. That's when I go back to last week's episode. And then I'll pretty much talk about last week's episode this week so that I can kind of understand, not understand. I would say that things that I've heard in the last week, when I listen to it again, I can read, I can go over it again or flush out any ideas I didn't have or talk about properly the last time or talk about things that I learned from listening to the podcast again. Um, what's after that? It's those two things. Life update. Keep going. No, keep going. Keep going. Life update. Episode playback. Oh, and then Donovan's questions. That is when I present a question or two, and I just ask a question because I want people to be. I want people to hear the podcast. I want it to force them to think. I want people to be like, "Hmm, I didn't even thought about that." So that's that. So like I said, we have life update, episode playback. We have Donovan's questions, and then we get into the actual topics of today's episode. Um, so you can go back up to the top now, Melissa, please. Thank you. Um, so I'm actually going to call this series. You go, no, scroll down. I'm going to call this series. I don't know how long it will last. It could be a couple of months, honestly, because it's week by week. Um, and eight weeks could be two months. So I'm calling it decoding alkaline food. So people don't even know this. I forgot the other stuff. But listen, I could, I could, mm. I was going to say I could have finessed it in there, but I already said I forgot it, but I still could have finessed it in there. We have multiple social medias, okay? We have the Bamboo Project Food. We have a music page. We have a fitness page. We have a sports page. We have a clothing page, and we have the podcast page. You can find all of those things also in the description. So the food portion of our project is that we want to eat healthy because when you eat healthy, it gives you the energy to do the other things you want to do in your life. You can't become successful if you're tired all the time. You can't become successful if you're depressed, if you're, you probably can become successful if you're fat, but you're not really, are you really successful if your body looks like shit? Probably not. Um, so I feel like that's what we trying to prevent. So I came across Dr. Sabi and I wanted to understand more of the diet because he's a black man and he was saying that he cured a lot of diseases and he explained what, the, what diseases are. So I started following his diet and I felt me, for me personally, I had a lot of positive changes from the diet but because how my brain works i'm like i want to know why how does this work why does this work does it make sense why is it that nobody else is saying these things why i don't want to, I, I need to know so i decided to go look into it so now after i you know went into it looked into it i've been he changed my diet over the last maybe going on two years now i've had like I said, a lot of different positive uh changes from that diet and Oh, one second. Um, and what was I going to say? So, right. And like I said, because part of the podcast turned my life into a living, I'm going to learn something and then I'm going to see if it works. I'm going to be the proof of concept for myself, which means I will prove the concept to myself to see if it works. And then I will go and give it and sell to everybody else. That's the plan. So, Right now, I have a base knowledge on why the food works. 
as I was learning about it before, I was taking notes on what I learned. And I'm going to turn it into a book at some point. So right now what I'm going through is filling in the gaps that I didn't know so I can better understand the food. So when somebody asks me a question about it, I can give them a detailed answer as to why I eat what I eat as opposed to just saying, well, it's supposed to be good for you. So that's why this series is going to be called Decoding Alkaline Food. That's going to be today's subject. Um, Now for the life update. So Melissa and I, we're trying to move out, right? Uh, uh, I would say we're trying to move out. What we're basically trying to do is... We want to get a bigger place. That's what we would like. We would like a bigger place with better amenities, right? Now, if thing, the bare minimum of what we would like, if we stay neutral, would be to stay where we are right now and sign another two-year lease. We have a studio apartment in Queens, and ooh, and we want we would we would not mind staying here for two more years continuing to build up the bamboo project and then when we make the money move to somewhere else now my next place our my my budget right now is about four thousand dollars a month for my next place right now my rent is 1730 for a studio and i want to like i said i think four thousand would be will get me into a place that i like um funny enough i feel like when i see other people's apartments in other cities and states four thousand is a lot and i don't know it's just weird because I don't know if they make the same amount of money that people in New York make, but I, it's just, it just always strikes me as odd that a $4,000 apartment somewhere else is like a mansion or this crazy apartment, you know, penthouse per place. And then over here is like a one bedroom on the 17th floor of a 55 floor building. Like that just blows my mind. Um, so we're looking into that. And now because of the whole coronavirus thing, people are lowering their prices. So the place we looked at before, they have better prices now. So now we're like, listen, if we if if, if everything if if we meet if we get the money that we need at the right amount of time at the right time, we can actually get into a place that we want to get into at a better price. So if you see us moving up, you like said you're gonna see us one day in a nice ass apartment, you can be like, Oh my god, how the fuck did they get there? The Bamboo Project Podcast. You're gonna know how we got there. So also because of the whole market situation happening. I always, I have said before in the podcast, I want to buy a new, I want to buy a rental property, right? Now, get some water. Now, one of the reasons why I want to get a rental property is there's a guy named Jamal King. And my goal is to buy a property. Right now, my initial goal is to buy a property that pays me what I make or not even what I make, close to what I make in a week for one week. That's it. One property, one month, one week. So I don't have to work for that whole week. If I get a property that pays me, let's say, $800 for the week, that allows me not have to work that whole week. So what I will do is I'll reinvest that time, compound interest, I'll reinvest that time into doing something else that then allows me to go into my second week and fix it so that the second week I don't have to work either. The ultimate goal for that is to have four properties that give me enough money that I don't have to actually go to work at all. And then you're going to start seeing shit start getting crazy. But that's what I want to do. Um, so because of the whole coronavirus market thing, people are not paying their rent. People are going to end up getting evicted. People are going to end up not paying their mortgage. And because of that, the prices are going to go down for all these properties. So you know what's going to happen? When Donovan has the money, he's going to swoop in after he pays for the Jamal King course. He gonna swoop in. He gonna buy a property up. He gonna rent it out. He gonna have a tenant paying him some money every month. 
that takes allows me to not have to work for a week. So that's what I want to do. Um, now, uh, this is out. This happened to us actually probably like two weeks ago. But I didn't actually, I didn't bring it up because I forgot last week. And it kind of, uh, I, I wouldn't say it fizzled out, but maybe he's not like a terrorist or somebody trying to like, you know, uh, steal information from the FBI and stuff. But we didn't. That's not, that's something like I. It happened before that podcast, but we didn't. I, was, I didn't put it on the list. Um. So. Okay. Basically, right. So I'm sleeping at twelve o'clock. Right. It's middle of the night. I just came home from work. I think I might have been working on my bike. I think it was bike related. And the doorbell rings. Now I'm sleeping. Melissa comes and wakes me up, and she's like. Oh, Donovan, my handsome, strong black man. Um, there's somebody at the door. And I'm like, what, you, what happened, babe? What you mean? She's like, there's this guy. He's at the door. <laughs> and I'm like, babe, listen, listen. You're a strong, independent black woman. I know you can handle that. She was like, oh, my God, that's why I love you so much because you have so much confidence in me. And I'm like, of course. So Melissa went and she answered the door, right? Now, <laughs> our neighbor was like, hey, what's going on? Melissa was like, uh, hey, and she said that he looked real disheveled, like he just got his ass whooped, right? Now, <laughs> so, so, so now, I'm, I guess I'm still sleeping, right? So she's like, yeah, he looked real disheveled. So he came up and he was like, uh, can I, did he say, did he say he got robbed first? So he led with, I just got robbed. Um, can I, can I have your Wi-Fi password? Right? That was his, his opener, right? He didn't have it the first time you say it. I think he went back. I think he went back. Oh, his laptop. He had, he had, the first time he had that in his hand, Okay, so he came to the door with a PS4 and said he just got robbed. And then also said to Melissa that he wants our Wi-Fi password um, because he got robbed. Right now, it doesn't make no sense to me. I was like, when I heard this story, I'm like, this shit sounds crazy. And she tried telling to me a little bit while I was sleeping, but as you guys just heard me say, I was asleep. So then he uh, he leaves the door and then comes back. I guess no, did you go to him? He came back to us. So he came back. He's like, hey, so what about that Wi-Fi password? So then Melissa gave him the Wi-Fi password, right? Now where we live in our building, there's not a Wi-Fi password necessarily. It's called an activation key. So yet that means that you have to call. Like, you can't just change it. You can't just go in and say, oh, I want it to be one, two, three, four today, and tomorrow I want it to be Elephant 698. You can't do that. You have to get a new activation key from the company that provides the service for you. So I'm like, all right, this is sounds strange. So then in the morning, she tells me the story. And I, no, no, I wake up in the morning. I see a PS4 in the house on the counter. And I'm like, the fuck is this doing here? I'm like, I don't understand this story. Like, I, I vaguely remember her trying to tell me the story at night. But I'm like, nah, this shit don't really make that much sense to me. I don't understand this. So I'm like, she wakes up. I'm like, hey, hey, babe, let me ask you a question. So last night you told me that a guy came to the house and said he got his ass whooped for his uh, stuff and then said he wanted to have his PS4 and asked for the Wi-Fi password. Can you explain that to me? That don't make any sense. I don't understand that story. Can you <laughs> can you fill in the gaps for me? Because I don't really know what that means. So she started explaining it to me, right? So according to the story I heard in the morning, the guy uh, had gotten robbed 
and he had said that he would give her the PS4 um, and that he was going to get his Wi-Fi back. And that was on like a Friday. So he's going to get his Wi-Fi back on by Monday or Tuesday. He said a couple of days. Right. So then he said uh, he had to use his Wi-Fi. He needed Wi-Fi for work. Right. But he didn't have Wi-Fi. So he, you know, and that was that. So now I'm confused. Right. Because I'm like in, in our building, this thing is definitely not. I feel like it's not straight. It doesn't matter. In our building, right? Um. Uh, what was I gonna say? The why? Oh no, no. Um, and yeah, in our building we have natural wireless, right? And they allow you to pay your utility for your service every three months. So they have different price ranges. So they have like I think we have the most expensive one, is which is like one hundred fifteen dollars every three months or something, one hundred forty dollars every three months, which rounds out to like. I think it's one fifteen. That's forty, forty, a little bit under forty dollars a month, right? Um, but that's like I said, the higher tier of it. So you can get it for a lower tier. So in my head, I'm thinking, you telling me you don't have enough money to pay for Wi-Fi for, and they, you don't, they don't. It's a three every three months, so you can pay twenty dollars today or thirty dollars today and get your Wi-Fi. I'm like, I don't understand how you don't have money to pay for the Wi-Fi. It just, it just struck me as odd, especially if this is your, if your job depends on you having Wi-Fi. So that was just strange. Um. So I guess this whole story sounds crazy to me. So she's telling me a story and I'm like, nah, this just sounds real skeptical. I'm like, who gets robbed? Like, where would you get robbed at? And why does that have to do, what have to do with your, your internet or your Wi-Fi? That don't make any sense. How does you getting robbed now when you need Wi-Fi? He has the keys to his house. He has his laptop. He clearly has a PS4, which he could have sold for money for his thing or you could have borrowed you could i feel like you could borrow money from somebody you know to pay for your internet if that's what you need it just it just threw me off um so here's my theory of what happened right i'm gonna tell you what i thought i believed now here's the thing also he's gonna come across as very racist because he is i don't know he's not indian he's probably like middle eastern or something so when i say terrorist i don't mean like blow up your house terrorist i mean more so like a hacker terrorist type of thing like data terrorism um and I feel like he was that. I'm like, this, this, I'm going to take my, th- my theory. All right, boom. So I'm like, he got he got robbed, but he needs Wi-Fi. But he left his PS4 here. I'm like, clearly, he was hacking the government at his friend's house. And then he was once he was hacking the government, they raided his apartment. And that was the robbery he was talking about. So they raided his apartment. And after they raided his apartment, they took him to jail, right? But they didn't find anything on him, right? So then... Because the inf- he was he was hacking shit on his PS4. He wasn't using his laptop. So that's what happened. So when they arrested him or took him and his friends, they left the PS4 in the house. They didn't think to check it. I'm like, damn, that's crazy. So they probably let him out like two days later. I think you only get arrested for like two, three days if you don't have no charges on you. They let you out. So I think that he went back to the spot that they raided, took his PS4, brought it back over here, and then gave it to us so that we could be holding it in case FBI come looking for him again. So that's what I was thinking. I'm like, yo, he clearly is working for like another government, like a foreign intelligence agency and the government is looking for him. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to leave my sensitive data at these people's house because the government come looking for me. I won't have it. Um, so then he goes. So then he's in his house and he's like, OK, uh, he's hacking more stuff on his computer, I'm assuming, 
to to communicate with his friend like yo bro listen how are y'all doing are y'all safe is everybody good all right the ps4 is now with me i left it with my neighbors who are crazy so they took it from me but they didn't know that it's you know has some type of malicious malware that can like hack all the internet and stuff so i'm like nah i don't trust this guy because ain't no way this guy should be leaving his ps4 in my house We're talking about something we got robbed that shit don't make no sense so i went the next morning i went to knock on his door i'm like hey i want to ask him like yo well, why can you explain that story to me again because i don't understand none of this please explain this to me he didn't answer the door that whole day so one day i call him lacking in the hallway i'm like hey yo fam come over here i didn't say it like that but I, if i did say it like that that's how it would have sounded so i'm like hey, can i ask you a question he's like he's like yeah what's up he's real nervous too he's like hey what's up and i'm like yeah can you explain that story to me again because i don't really understand what happened He was like yeah you know i got robbed um and i just need to use the wi-fi and i was like but why you give me the ps4 he was like as collateral and i was like as collateral what you mean as collateral what, what for what like i don't understand like what did you think like this is this is what i have a problem when people do stuff like this right i have an issue when people come up to you and offer you things to get to get something from you like that should be the weird thing to me hey bro can i borrow your laptop i'm gonna give you a hundred thousand dollars for you to hold for me you're like bro you can use my laptop i don't need a hundred thousand dollars people do that to me all the time and i feel like it's it's very um not malicious the word would be uh uh, manipulative right because i'm like if you want to ask me to borrow the laptop or borrow the wi-fi or whatever you say hey listen i didn't pay my wi-fi for the last three months or whatever the case might be can i use your wi-fi so that i can do this next job so that i can you know get the money for the job and then pay my whatever you know that's more reasonable but to come over and be like hey here's my ps4 can I use your Wi-Fi? I think that's strange. So he told me it's for collateral and he got robbed. Now, I didn't he seemed kind of like I don't I didn't take him as a terrorist after talking to him. I just took him more of like, oh, okay, he's he just seemed a little socially awkward a little bit, but not like not like in a in a um autistic way or anything like that. More so just like a little uh What's the word I'm looking for? Um, what would I call that? Maybe nervous. Maybe he was a little nervous. Because when he turned on him, he was walking to the wall after he left. And I said, oh, everything was just strange to me. And my theory before that was like, okay, he's going to try and use our Wi-Fi to get onto our network and steal our information for, to that bank. And then he's going to take all our money out and run off. And I was like, nah, not today, fam. So I called my natural wireless company. I was like, yo, listen, what would happen if like somebody i'm not saying this happened but what happened if somebody was to somehow get my activation key could they like um you know rob me for all my money and the guy was like what what are you talking about and i was like i'm just asking the question like if <laughs> if it was possible for somebody to give him activation key like let's just say i gave it to them hypothetically speaking i gave them my activation key <laughs> could they steal all my internet <laughs> and then somehow get my money and my apple password and all my my stuff and my data and he was like no that can't happen i was like okay i hear you can you explain it to me explain to me why that can't happen <laughs> he said he goes he said they'd have to be a very very like good with computers i was like see i knew it i was like i fucking knew it i was like well what if the guy that that i lent 
I mean, what if the guy that somehow accidentally, hypothetically got my activation key was good with computers? He was like, I mean, I don't think he could hack it either way. I'm like, but you said if he was really good. I'm like, what if this guy is really good? And then the guy, well, just kind of thinking about it, it's kind of strange that he flip flopped on me like that. He said, well, technically he can't get into it because none of the computers are connected. None of the, none of the devices are connected through the Wi-Fi. So they can't see each other. So he doesn't know if anybody else is on the Wi. He can't see anybody else on the Wi-Fi from his device. And I'm like, all right. All right, can I change that shit though? Because I feel like at the end of the day, I don't, I don't want him on it because I don't know what he can do. And clearly, the guy I'm talking to didn't know if he could do it or not either. So I'm like, listen, how do I get him off? And the guy said, okay, listen, you gotta wait until Monday comes, and then when Monday comes, you gotta change the activation key and you gotta remove all the devices from there. And I was like, bet that's what I'm gonna do. And I'm like, damn, this dude is fucking smart. He did this shit on a Friday because he knew that on Friday, if he did it, I couldn't get a change until Monday. He has enough time for him to hack all my shit, get all my money, and steal all my stock money, and run off. I knew it. I knew. I'm like, this guy is a genius. So I had to wait till Monday. I'm just like, oh fuck. I'm like, he gonna get me. He gonna get me. So I'm in the house. I'm not using no Wi-Fi. I'm using all my data in my house. I'm fucking my shit slow. But I'm like, nah, I'm not getting robbed. I don't care. I'm just only gonna use. I ain't talking Melissa though. So I'm like, nah, listen. If I tell Melissa, she gonna have to get robbed, not me, because I can't get robbed. So I'm more. I'm, <laughs> I'm like, listen, 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 I'm like, I had to, I had to use the, we have two Wi-Fi, we have like a, 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 I guess, I don't know what to call it, like a five, it's like a 5G HZ, 5 gigahertz Wi-Fi, and we have the regular one, I'm like, nah, he had the 5 gigahertz one, I'm only using a 5 hertz regular one, now think about it, it's probably dumb, because they probably both connect to the same thing, so, <laughs> so either way, so either way, <laughs> so either way, I was getting robbed. Nah, I was definitely on the 23C, not 23C GHZ. He probably, he probably looking at it like, did he just switch from the 23C to the 23? Yo, rock his shit. That's probably what he was thinking across the hall. So that's what happened. But then, so after I changed it, probably like two days later, we get a knock on the door. Um, and He's like, hey, can I get that, that thing back? And I was like, what? He's like, yeah, the thing. I feel like he didn't even call it a PS4. I feel like he called it a thing. And, he, and then he gave me his password to his Wi-Fi. And I'm just like bruh i'm like bruh why would i what's the point of i don't understand and so i'm saying it just be weird like bro it's fine i don't need your wi-fi i paid for wi-fi i'm fine bro you can keep that i don't need to that here here's your ps4 and your your malware and take it back to your house i'm good i don't need that um so that was the story of how he almost got uh tied up into a terrorism ring of anonymous hacking shit but so we we escaped it which part not true Right, that's what I said. How we almost possibly got into a terrorism hacking domestic international ring. We don't know. It could have happened. <laughs> it could have happened. We don't know. It, but we didn't. We're not in it. We don't even know if we're not in it, honestly. Honestly, he could have took all our social security numbers. And he, there could be another Melissa out there who looked like you who's like stealing shit. So honestly, I was like, damn, they're going to break into our house. They're going to be like, damn, we found that. <laughs> they was going to be like, yo, we found out that there's a. A device in here that has this on there and they would have came in here about listen listen i ain't no snitch but i would have snitched i would have been like listen fam i'm like you going to jail bro i'm like it'd have been that guy across the hall because listen i'm not from the streets i'm like street adjacent right like here's an example of how street adjacent i am i used to go to the park and i play basketball right so because i play basketball i'm always around hood dudes and hood people what's that okay 
because I play basketball around hood people. I'm like, all right, cool. So, and I'm good at basketball. So, then it kind of get, it garners me a respect from them because I'm good at basketball. They pick me up, we talk, whatever the case might be. And I had a golden retriever. Now, people from the hood are not used to that. They know Air Bud, and that's pretty much it. But they never seen one in real life. So, at that time, this was like in the early 2000s, I had a golden retriever. So, I'd be like, oh my God, it's Air Bud. Golden retriever, where's the golden retriever? You got, you got that white people dog, right? That was me. So, I could hear the stories of the hood, but I wasn't like, inducted into a gang like i remember the first time i heard about getting jumped in i was like what the fuck does that mean they beat your ass while you walk down the line to get into a gang i'm like why would anybody want to do that that shit sounds crazy people are doing it so but like i said street adjacent so if you involve me in some shit that i had no business being involved in i'm snitching on you that's in the that's that's what it is if i'm like if i'm not if i don't claim to be about that life and i don't perpetuate that life on myself don't involve me in no shit. Listen, it was him. This dude right here had the gun. He sold the cocaine. Him right there. So that's what I would do for that. Um, and so that was that. Now, this is a theory I have too, right? Because I kind of I had a little incident. People also know me. No, I hate masks with a passion. I think they're fucking stupid. I hate them. And people should just stop being unhealthy and fat and go work out and stop worrying about fucking masks. Now, uh, I believe it's weird because it's kind of all about the I guess the mentality behind it or the psychology behind it. Now, I believe the mask. Now, bear with me. Listen to this. Listen close. Okay. I believe that mask is the new racism. Now, you're probably like, what the fuck are you talking about? Now, let me just let me say it again to let it sink in. Masks are the new racism, right? I'm explain what I mean by that, right? There are very few things that I believe that you can be racist towards somebody about because you, I mean, prejudiced towards somebody about because you can't see those things. But the most prominent thing is going to usually be skin color. I can see that you're darker than me. So that means that you're probably, according to racism, you know, the racism booklet and shit like that, that people who are darker are supposed to be bad and dangerous and dumb and all other crazy things right but you can't get away from that as a black person because you can't stop being black no matter how much you bleach yourself unless you mean you can depending on where you're from you try and bleach yourself but for the most part you can't get away from it right now when i see i don't like wearing masks but now when i'm around people and i don't wear a mask i get the same look that i would get for being in a space that's majority or predominantly white and it's very strange because it happened to me the other day. Now, the reason I realized this is because, and this is, this is, okay, I'm going to come back to this. But I went into a, an elevator. No, a guy was in an elevator and I was going to behind him with my bike. And I'm like, you know, I'm going to just wait because I don't feel like dealing with the whole, I'm in an elevator. You can hear the other person stop breathing because they're scared that I might exhale and they might catch the coronavirus and die in the elevator on the way upstairs. So I'm like, you know what, before I even get in there and they're pretty much hanging, you know, you know, in the elevator, they have those little like they have those uh, rails in the elevator. I feel like people get elevated with me and they stay on top of them shits because they're so scared that they might catch the coronavirus. So I'm talking to I'm in the elevator. No, back up. He gets an elevator. Right. And I let him go. He goes, oh, you want to come in? And I'm like, all right, cool. I'll come. He's a white guy. Right. So we get in the elevator. He's talking about he asked me about my bike and stuff. He's wearing a mask and I'm not. So we're talking about my bike. Now, for me, the reason why this is strange to me is because I already looked at him and was like, damn, 
he probably looking at me like I'm crazy because I'm not wearing a mask. He probably scared out of his mind because I'm not wearing a mask. He probably going to be like, damn, why the fuck are you not wearing a mask? He's going to be elevated holding his breath. If you ever seen that meme of the dude who's like holding his breath and he's a white kid in the, in the classroom and his eyes are turning red and his veins in his head, I feel like that's how people look at me when I'm around him without a mask. They just like, I can't breathe until he leaves. So, as I said, I might put that on a the, on the mask. Um, So, he wearing the, uh, he was talking about the bike. And this is why I think racism is strange to me because it's a psych, oh, I got part. excuse me. It's a psychology that I think that the other person is thinking something about me that may or may not be true. And I think that's why racism is weird because it's like racism is not a real thing, but we make it real, if that makes sense. So by that, I mean, when I went to enter the elevator, I assumed that he was going to be mad about me not wearing a mask, but he wasn't. And I attribute that to the same thing as racism. I, a lot of people look at somebody white and feel like, okay, that person probably doesn't like black people for whatever reason. And it's similar to the mask where it's like, we don't know if that's true or not, but we act a certain way because we think that the other person is thinking that. Um, and I feel like when I walk down the street without a mask, I get the same exact looks, like I said earlier, that I would get from people if I'm in a predominantly white area. It's the same kind of weird, strange looking looks, like I'm going to hurt them or something like that. Um, so like I said, that's my reason why I think that masks are the new racism, racism, because racism is not a real thing, but we make it real and masks aren't really, it's weird. I guess they're, I wouldn't call, maybe they're solving problems. I guess maybe, I don't even think that's even a thing to say. I think it's just stupid. I think masks have the same amount of success rate on the coronavirus as uh, sewing your mouth shut has on losing weight. It's like, yeah, it works, but there are way more other, there are a lot better options you can do than sewing your mouth shut to lose weight. You can do a lot of other things. So I feel like wearing the mask is like a dumb way to try and prevent yourself from getting sick from a virus. Um, no, ooh, also a couple weeks ago, I talked about a podcast episodes two, three, and four. Nobody listened to them. Let me not say that. Cause that's not true. Um, when I switched over from Buzzsprout to Anchor.fm, you know, sponsor, um, they did. I didn't see any new listens to episodes two, three, and four. So I had talked about it on the podcast. Like, yeah, what's going on? I don't see no listens anymore. What happened? But lo and behold, we have listens on episodes two, three, and four. So shout out to my listeners who went back and listened to episode two, three, and four. I fuck with y'all. Thank you. Um, I also plan on designing a mask soon because I hate masks, but I'm a capitalist and I will make money off of shit that people, other people think they need. Um, so my mask that I have, it's going to be fire. I, it's in my mind. I got to draw it out. It's in my head. It's going to be fire, but it might be expensive because of how, how like elaborate and like how, like how much attention to detail we put in, like how much effort we'll be putting into making it. So it might be expensive depending on that part, but it's going to be a nice looking mask um, because Melissa uh, came up with a logo for the podcast. Well, not the podcast, for the Bamboo Project, and I will be using that. I'm planning on getting some patches made from that logo, and I'm going to use that on different things. So you know, like I said, we got some fire shit coming with the mask design, um, shirt designs, and some more shirts. Actually, he's made two shirts. He made a purple shirt 
which I didn't wear. I feel like it's too thin. My nipples be showing. I'm not really fucking with my nipples be sticking out through my shirt. So I need like a, I need something else to do. I gotta figure out if I get bigger, then it won't look as bad because right now my body shape looks weird because I don't lift weights. So my like where my muscles are supposed to be, they're not really there. So my shit be looking all fucked up. My stomach be sticking out. My back be sticking the other way. Then my shoulders be looking skinny, and my neck is my head is mad big. Shit looks crazy. Cause it do my stomach stick forward, my back stick out. Like this, my shoulders, my chest is it's a lot going on. I look like a lot of weird characters on different cartoons. Um, so oh, my last week of work uh, was a decent week. It was a decent week. I made twelve hundred dollars my last week. Um, my goal is to pay off my credit card, which I have a twenty five hundred dollar limit on this new credit card, and I've been trying to live off only my credit card. But since I haven't worked in the last week or month, I mean. I haven't really been able to pay off my credit card the way I wanted to. Um, I, the thing got paid off early because I want to be in, situ- in a situation where I don't carry any balance from one week, one month to the next month. So I was unable to actually pay. No, that's not true. I actually, that's kind of funny. So I paid off my credit card early last month, right? So after I did that, I called up, listen, there's a gym right here. I called up my credit card company and I said, hey, can you guys move my date to the first of the month? So when they did that, it was actually the first of, what month is this? It's August. So it would I was supposed to have been paying my card probably like last week, Friday. But because they moved it, I don't have to pay for that card until September 1st. So it gave, it gave me about two extra weeks to pay off my card in full without having to worry about paying any interest on the money. Because like I said, I want to pay. I want to have a situation where all of my credit is paid off every month. Because like I said to you guys earlier, I'm trying to get a house and I want a rental property and I want to have good credit when I'm going to doing that. Um, so I'm trying to pay it off everything in full every month. So I'm taking that $1,200 that I have made, take all of that, put it straight into the credit card. I'm, doing, I'm trying to do it again next week because the 24th comes around. No more caviar, no more money from caviar, and I don't, I, I still don't know what's gonna happen with that. I'm like, whoo, and I believe on the 24th, they also stop giving orders on caviar, so there will no longer be a caviar, which is the main company I make all of my money from. There will only be a DoorDash for, for me to work on. Um, that's not true, they have Uber and Postmates, other stuff, but for the companies that I have and I make money from, it'll be DoorDash. So I don't like DoorDash because of the schedule, and I don't like DoorDash because I don't know how much they pay, and a lot of other things. So we will see the update on that. We're gonna see. Stay tuned for two more weeks. We're gonna see if I'm getting that bag or not because it's just crazy. So I'm trying to make another twelve hundred dollars this week, which could or could not happen because they're taking off restaurants from Caviar. So if I'm still working on Caviar, I might not make as much money. And like I said, I want to take the twelve hundred dollars from this week to put it with last week's twelve hundred dollars to pay off my credit card. So by September first, I have my car paid off in full. And then I can use that car to then pay for all of my expenses in September. And then the money that I make from work, I can put into my bank account. Uh, so that's my plan. And what's the other thing? Uh, I think that was it when it comes to that. Yeah. So that was my life update. Uh, episode playback. I actually... There was more things that I have episode playback, and I think I deleted one of them. One of them was about, um, it was about, I think, we talked about it on the podcast, though. Melissa not liking to be wrong about things, which is, I don't think anybody likes to be wrong. Um, 
But I feel like the reaction to being wrong could be better for people because uh, being wrong allows you to learn something. And I think people don't want to be wrong for different reasons. Well, for the same reason, but it just looks bad. Um, so, and I also saw something today on Instagram about, you know, different psychology tricks and stuff like that. And this is something that I've thought about for myself personally, where I feel like when I talk to people, I use the word you a lot. And I noticed this over the last maybe couple of years, in two years or so. Um, I don't know why I do it. I don't know where that comes from. And I feel like that might be the reason why people think I come off as uh, maybe mean or rude, not rude, mostly mean to people. Because I, when I talk about examples, I used to, I normally say you. So I'd be like, you went to the store. Imagine, like I'll do stuff like that. And I don't, I don't do it with the intention of actually talking or saying you to the person. I just say you as a filler for a person or an adjective. But I'm going to try not to say you about certain things. Um, and the other the other thing on episode playback was, does high metabolism cause bio, more biocarbonate, which is from last week's episode, because biocarbonate is supposed to be the equalizer that keeps your body from getting too acidic or too alkaline. Um, and it is produced by your metabolism. So I was wondering if you have a higher metabolism, does it, does it produce more bicarbonate? Um, and I looked it up, but I can't remember the answer. So we'll look it up today. Um, and my questions for Donovan's questions. Okay, boom. This is a pedophile question. So get, get, get ready for this. Drink some water first. <laughs> is it pedophilia if a young girl looks like an older girl and you are attracted to that person i'm gonna say it again is it pedophilia if a young let's say 11 year old girl looks like a 20 year old girl i feel like that's too just drastic of a difference why? Like, what do you say? Look like when you say look like, what do you mean? Like, she's dressing in an office suit or something like that? No, no, she has breast, she has ass, she has makeup on, she has scantily dressed, scantily clad outfits. That's a requirement of being older, being dressed, scantily? yes. You're selling pussy. What? How is she selling? What? What? I'm so confused. <laughs> I'm like, what? How do we get to selling pussy? <laughs> So what what age do we just start selling pussy at? The age they start trying to dress like that. That's 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 the purpose of clothing of that kind of cloth. What kind of clothes are you talking about? To that's attract a- to attract men. I'm confused. I didn't, wait, what happened? When a girl wears a short skirt and a girl wears cleavage showing and a girl wears. But lipstick, I'm saying that, that is that is that a requirement for what you're talking about? To be older, to be like an older person, to be to dressed be, like a, to look older. Yeah. Because if you saw if you saw a seven year old wearing eyeliner, wearing red lipstick, wearing mascara and makeup, and she had on heels and a dress and a tank and a crop top, you'd be like, "Why are you dressed like that?" Mm-hmm. Why is that? Why do you think you would ask that question? Because they're too young to be dressing like that. Which means. But not all older women dress like that. I feel like that's a certain type of woman. Uh, I mean, okay. What I mean, but all older women dress in a way that that would because uh, some like that's some like because an older woman could be in a suit or something like that, or be wearing office clothing. What's office clothing? 
office clothing could be a I don't know button down a blouse. Is it a tight blouse? And do you have, have breasts? Huh? Do you have breasts? Is it is it, is it is two buttons open? Like what are we talking about here? That's not. I mean, two buttons open. I don't think if you have breasts or not affects whether or not how scantily or how sexual something looks. Same thing about whether or not you have ass. Because mm-hmm. ain't nobody gonna look at me with my <laughs> with my shorts on like this and like, hmm, you got some ass. I don't have um, ass. Like it, it's, things becomes less sexual depending on how much mm-hmm. assets you have. Sort of. Yeah, kind of. But I'm not like, sort if you of, because there's there was like. When I was in high school, there was a girl that was wearing um, a, like you said, a blouse, but it was like the I remember, V I remember, I remember. was down I know, to I know you're her traumatized. stomach. I know you're traumatized, Melissa. I know. <laughs> the I V know. was down to her stomach. Yeah. Down to her stomach. Yes. Let me go to school uh-huh. with one button open. Uh-huh. Oh, you got that titties out. Yes. Uh, yes. Sis had her her V down to her stomach. Yes. Because I'm like, so it depends on whether or not you have acid. If you look, so. Because here's the thing, I've seen girls who are probably 14 and they wear those those shorts that have your butt cheeks out they don't have no ass mm-hmm. but the cheeks still hanging out the bottom of their pants yeah but i also think that like you could be wearing normal ass clothes and still be sexualized like stuff that's not scantily or not oh uh, like what i don't know if that's true it is true okay give me an example so I, okay when i was young i was wearing a long sleeve shirt mm-hmm it was like a crew. It was a crew neck kind of tunic mm-hmm. dress kind of thing, and I was wearing um, pants with it. Mm-hmm. And I was getting catcalled and stuff like that mm-hmm. on the street. But I was in like fucking either. I think I was in middle school, mm-hmm. and I wasn't wearing anything revealing. I wasn't wearing anything overly yeah, you tight. Had breasts. I have yes, I had breasts. Okay, so you had breasts one. And two, I feel like that shouldn't where you, be where you it is, though. But why? Because you look like an older person. That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm like, when it comes to age, like people always say it's like the age is what's important. But if you're 12 and you look like you're 23, what is the how does somebody but I feel like I don't look 23 on my face? Okay, there are girls who are 25 who look like they're 11. It goes both ways. Some girls look old. Some girls look younger. It goes both ways. That's true. Um, so what that was the question. I'm going to ask the question one more time. Is it... Pe- oh, shit. What is she doing? Oh. Is it pedophilia if a young girl looks like an older girl and you're attracted to her? Um. So that's it. But now we will get into decoding alkaline food um let's can you pull up the other thing well how much what's, what's the time stamp we at right now uh we are at damn 52 minutes that's good i would have i think 10 minutes less would have been better which which could have been done but i didn't get that done in 40 minutes or less so that are was we good going to today's topic yeah we're gonna talk about no no the uh the other stuff, the one that has the food and the acids and the biocarbonates and the atoms. Um, so I think I, I'm going to try to get this podcast done. It's been two hours. So one more hour, we should be done with this. Um, so something else is from Melissa that I learned. I uh, actually before I get to that part. Um, so a lot of people like to say about the alkaline diet, that the purpose of the alkaline diet is supposed to 
change your pH level, which is not that's not accurate. That's not the purpose of the alkaline diet. Um, and and I think that now that I think about it, I think that one of the problems with the name, I don't even think it's called the alkaline diet. It might be called alkaline, but I don't, it's weird. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to be more specific. People say that the alkaline diet is supposed to change your acidity and alkalinity in your body, right? Um, I'm still on the fence about that. However, what Dr. Savi talked about was that your body is an electrical being and you're supposed to get electric food in it. It's not necessarily alkaline food. However, alkaline food will tend to have more, uh, does it have more protons? It has, no, it has more hydrogen ions in it. Um, so that would be that it has more of a positive charge. No, that's not true though, right? What? The, a positively charged ion is an acid. If it has more hydrogen ions. If it has more hydrogen positive ions, yeah, it's an acid. Yeah. Um, so that would that make it more electric? It just makes it more acidic. But not more electric. Or does it? I don't know how it relates to electricity. Right. So that's the thing that happens with when people talk about the food, right? So I'm going to go down a list of a couple of things that people choose about why people choose the alkaline diet one is supposed to remove mucus from your system and prevent it from coming which is or coming back is because he says that mucus is one of the leading causes if not the only cause for disease that when you have a buildup of mucus in certain parts of your body it causes a disease that we have a name for whatever that disease is you look it up it's somehow inflammation um involved and also has mucus involved he talks about having f- minerals in your food and the minerals that we eat, the food that we eat should have minerals in it because our body is made up of minerals. So if you if you're lacking uh, iron, you eat food that have iron in it. If you're lacking carbon, you eat food that has carbon, in it, which is, I think he said that the brain is carbon. Um, and he was saying that if you are lacking calcium, you get to get food calcium in it. These are things that the alkaline diet pushes is to eat foods that have minerals that you need for your body. And not a lot of these other things that people tell you that you need. Um, so he doesn't believe that we need to take the excess vitamins from companies. And I looked into it a little bit. I found out that a lot of uh, these vitamins from these companies are not actually vitamins that are in our body. Which, again, he also has some controversial thoughts on. Which I did f- at one point find a reason behind it. But he was saying that our body does not actually need vitamins. That we, all we need is minerals and that vitamins are a hoax that people created. Um, still on the fence about that. Do more research to find out whether that's true or not. But what I did find out is that the vitamin pills that we do take, uh, like vitamin C, is actually carbonic acid. And it's, no? Absorbic. Absorbic acid. And it's supposed to be interchangeable, but they're not interchangeable. So what they'll do is the, the companies that make vitamin C will give you pretty much the casing of vitamin C and not actually the nutrients that are supposed to be in the vitamin C. Um, so it's a synthetic vitamin uh, pill. And I think that that is what the problem is because people take these pills and then they go, okay, why am I not feeling better? Why do I keep taking them? Like, it's funny because you would take the pill, think it's going to make you better, but somehow you're still on the pills forever. 
Um, so it's not actually doing what it's supposed to do. But then also you're eating food that's deficient in whatever you need for your body. So, of course, whenever you take this pill, it's not going to satisfy that uh, that deficiency that your body has. So that's that. So, like I said, the alkaline diet or electric diet is supposed to be a diet that is reduces and removes mucus and gives your body the minerals that it needs for it to function the way it's supposed to. Um, and like I said, people always get it confused. And I see a lot of stuff talking about this where people go, it doesn't matter if you eat or if you drink uh, alkaline water because your body will not be alkaline because if you if your, if your blood becomes more alkaline than it's supposed to be, you'll die. And it's like, all right, nobody said that. Where did you hear this from? Who says these things? I don't know. I've never heard anybody say these things. So you heard somebody say that? Who said that? There was a, it's not Dr. Savy, but there, it, there was a, um, a scientist was he white yeah he was white that the osberg guy with the book i th- I, th- I think so and he was the one that said that like your blood ph would be alkaline from the alkaline diet yeah and then also on top of that i mean i don't even know what the the uh what did they call that um the deviation would be when it comes to what alkaline is i guess it's seven exactly is 7.01 is that neutral or is that alkaline? Like, where, where does and that fall? It's weird, too, because the food itself inherently will not be alkaline. So, example, lemons, not lemons, limes are acidic. Mm-hmm. Tomatoes are acidic. Mm-hmm. We still eat plum tomatoes and key limes. Mm-hmm. So, it's not the food itself that has to be uh, alkaline um, or not acidic. It's more so what it needs to have an alkalizing effect in your body mm-hmm. now i have to find out exactly what that means alkalizing effect would mean that it cleans acids out yeah okay so like okay. it would bring it it would bring it it would help with the, i guess carbonic acid to bring you to that neutral standpoint in your mm-hmm. body okay so yeah so like i said that's what it's about so when people talk to you about alkaline food it's not supposed to be it's and funny enough it's not really about eh Okay, it's not really about the litmus test of checking whether something is a seven or eight or whatever. Um, because I, now that I think about it, I don't even know how you would check food uh, alkalinity. You'd have to probably pour water on it and then put it in a litmus test paper or something, right? Maybe extract the juice from it or something. Yeah. Um, so like I said, that's that's that. But the main reason that I changed my diet, it was more so the mineral component of it. People talk about nutrients, but what people don't talk about is micronutrients. Micronutrients are possibly more important, in my opinion, than the actual large nutrients that people tell us that we need, which I believe will be like vitamin D, A, R, elemental P, and stuff like that. Um, so we will start on today's segment of dissecting the alkaline diet. Um, oh, that's not what it's called. It's called decoding the alkaline diet. Sounds better when I say decoding. Um, Can okay. I say one thing about vitamins? Yeah. Though? Yeah. Um, the good um, vitamins. Bring their mouths. To, huh? I think it can hear me fine. All right. It sounds it sounds different. There's two different types of sound. There's it can hear me, and then there's the this is fire. But I mean, it's not gonna reach you, so it's, it's okay. yeah. Um. The synthetic vitamins are the ones that have the parentheses around it. Mm-hmm. So, like it would say, like like you said, vitamin C, and then in parentheses, absorbic acid, mm-hmm. and then. But if people want to take actual real vitamins, it would have to say like vitamin C with no parentheses, or it would have to say 
on the bottle that it, it is a whole food vitamin. Because mm. there are real vitamins, more or less, and, and they help... I think they help the minerals in your body to do the job that it's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. You're right, and that's that's gonna we're gonna talk about that too because the purpose of vitamins are supposed to be the bridge between one part of your body and the other. So if let's say you in let's say you intake uh, iron, I believe is it vitamin C for iron or vitamin D for iron? I don't I remember. Can't remember. I think vitamin C and calcium were together, something like that. I have no clue. Okay, so I don't, I don't really remember which vitamins match up with which uh, minerals, but I'm gonna just give an example. It's not saying this is exactly how it works. It's just an example. So, let's say that you're intaking iron, right, and your body's iron deficient. You'll eat something that has a lot of iron in it, and then you'll get vitamin A, and then vitamin A will then help you transport the food, the, the iron from the food into your body into your blood cells where you need the iron at that's the purpose of vitamins vitamins are the bridge between the food that you eat and your actual body that's how vitamins work now the reason why i am trying i want to see if that's true or not i'm gonna do some more research on it is because i'm curious if your body needs vitamins to absorb uh minerals i don't know if it does need that or not that's why i don't know if that's true because like i said i'm going off of Dr. Sabi, he's saying that he don't need vitamins. I'm like, okay, if that's your hypothesis, I'm going to try and see if that's true. So I'm going to look for evidence that disproves it and that proves it and see, okay. But my main my main focus is seeing, okay, is this true? Does this make sense? Is there a possibility that your body can absorb nutrients or absorb minerals without vitamins? If so, then that defeats, it defeats the whole purpose of vitamins. And I think it's so funny because people always talk about how vitamins are supposed to be, you need vitamins so much, but it's like, if I have a bunch of vitamins in my body, right, but I don't have <laughs> the minerals, the minerals <laughs> to be transported, all I have is mad bridges and no cars going over the bridge. Ain't no purpose in having a bridge if you can't have something being brought over that. So, perfect example, right? If think about Amazon, right? Amazon would be the vitamins, right? Vitamin A. Look at that. Boom. Amazon is vitamin A, right? Now, Donovan, I'm sitting in my house. I was like, you know what I need today? I want to buy some condoms. I want some condoms in my house, right? Now, if I need condoms and I hire uh, Amazon or I pay Amazon to give me condoms, but they don't have any condoms in the store, it don't matter how big Amazon is. I'm, I could have a thousand trucks from Amazon. I could place a million orders on Amazon. If Amazon don't have condoms, I'm not getting condoms. And that's how the vitamins work and the minerals work. You can take all the vitamin pills you want, but if you don't have the nutrients that the vitamins are supposed to be transporting into your body, you're taking vitamins for no reason. Um, I so think vitamins are a selling point for food. What do you mean? So like, those example like with carrots, carrots mm-hmm. are loaded with sugar and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But you'll say that it's high in this okay, vitamin, that. that vitamin, that vitamin, and that's why you should eat it, as mm-hmm. opposed to talking about the minerals that it probably does not have. Because mm. it's not a real food. Mm, that's a good point. That's a good point. I'm glad you brought that up. So now that I think about it, it's okay. Dr. Sabi, like I said, there are a couple of things or reasons why I chose to try this diet. And, well, I'm probably going to keep it on it. Mucus-free, high in minerals. And the third one he talks about is hybrid foods. It's not eating foods that are not natural. Which that means is a lot of foods that we eat are made in a laboratory. They are... Uh, fuse with other types of food and when they do this they fuck up the food matrix 
learned that word the other day. The food matrix, right? Now, blah, blah, blah. I don't know what it means either, but well, I do know. <laughs> <laughs> I have an understanding of what it is, but I don't really know how it works. So the food matrix, pretty much, and you, when I say you, I feel like you'll know. The food matrix is the the way that the food interacts with your body. So. This is what we talked about, ultra-processed foods. You don't want to just eat a food that has a bunch of sugar molecules in it because the food needs to have fiber and needs to have other uh, minerals in it. So if you don't have the other ones in there, all you're doing is eating that. So your body processes it and goes, oh, wait a minute, there's nothing else here, so I'm only going to take this all the sugar. I feel like you're getting excited. What happened? Yeah, because like, it's like building a house with just windows. Yes, exactly. Ah, my finger. Yeah. Oh, my finger too. Yeah. So, and I think that's what happens. So, and I, how I believe it is, when I'm, when I'm looking it up, is your body decides, okay, um, hold on. Bless you. Bless you. Thank you. Um, your body decides, uh, I don't think your body has a, it clearly doesn't. I, I mean, it it clearly doesn't. I don't think it does. I don't think your body has a way of telling you what is too much of one thing. No, it does not. I don't think it does. It doesn't. It just has. It has a. It has a response mm-hmm. to that thing. And it has a response of. I think it has a. It also has a. Um, how can I like? Maybe. I, I don't want to say a response. It has. It doesn't. It doesn't have a. A shut off switch. It has a way to react to the thing. So if you have too much sugar, your body doesn't go. That's too much sugar. We're not taking any more in. It goes. That's a lot of sugar. Maybe that's death. But it's what I was gonna say. I think that it it'll keep it right because it's like okay, you gave me sugar. I'm supposed to put the sugar in the fat molecules, and then your body doesn't. Your body doesn't tell you we have too many fat molecules. It doesn't say that. It just keeps bringing in more and then putting it somewhere else and putting it somewhere else. And then, funny enough, it will be on you to go out and then find a way which would be exercise to get rid of the fat molecules your body doesn't know that your body just knows here's a sugar molecule we don't need it right now we have enough put it over to the side and just keeps doing that so think about perfect example wow perfect example what are you gonna say uh so does that work no i'm gonna say the ants mm. so what ants do is this is this is funny thing with ants right so when an ant dies <laughs> <laughs> so when ants die, they they let off a um, like a pheromone, right? And when they do that, the other ants go, "Oh shit, he's dead!" Take the fam to the to the to the graveyard, right? A bunch of other dead ants. They put him over there, and they just leave him over there, right? Now, what happens sometimes is certain ants will will get the pheromone dripped on them, maybe by processing by by moving. What? I think that person did an experiment and put the pheromone oh oh okay well then okay who she so <laughs> so i thought that was a, okay so jesus all right so when I, when ant dies right try to listen to this this goes back to how the body works all this stuff is connected by the way when the ant dies you will have a situation where they bring that dead ant to a graveyard for ants right now some guy decided you know what i want to do i want to test this this fun thing out. So he took some of the pheromones that the dead people pheromone, dead ant pheromone, and he put it on a live ant. And they was like, oh, shit, fam is dead. We got to take him out. Right. And he thought he was dead, too. 
he said, shit, bro, I'm dead. Take me to the graveyard, right? So everybody is like, he smells like death. Take him to the graveyard. He's like, yo, I smell like death. I must be dead. Put me in the graveyard, right? Now, this is how the body works, I believe. The body goes, oh, there's sugar here. Take the sugar and put it where it's supposed to go. They don't actually ask the sugar, hey, bro, what do you do? Like, can you not? Can we have too much of you. Go back home. They don't do that. Same thing with the ant. They don't They don't assess the other ant and go, yo, bro, I think somebody put something on you. I don't really think you're dead. I think you're alive, but I feel like maybe somebody's fucking with you. Like, they ain't asking the questions. On top of that, he also didn't ask himself questions either. He didn't say, I still feel alive. He like, this is what death feels like. Death feels like you're still alive, but you're not. And your friends take you to to the other shit, to the graveyard. Now, he probably lay, did he lay there? Yes. He just stayed there in the he graveyard. He was just, right, to, to the smell weird off. He was like, oh, shit, I'm alive. All right, I'm out of here. And he left, right? Now, like I said, with the body, the body has like a door. The, 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 the sugar molecules come to the door and go, all right, I'm sugar. They go, all right, bet, come in. And now the person at the door, the bouncer at the door does not look behind him to go, yeah, we have too many sugar molecules in here. They don't do that. They just keep letting more in, more in, more in. You know what happens? You get fat. You get like a fat, you look like Lizzo. That's what happens. You start getting too much. What? What do you think happens when she, you think that happened by accident? You think, you think her molecules, no. She, the, the molecules eat the food. I mean, the body eats the food and she pops the molecules. She needs to go to the gym and it, it's, listen, there's, if I had to guess about her body fat percentage, it, it clearly, I'm, I, honestly, I'm putting her body fat percentage at 40%. You think it's higher or lower? I'm pulling a picture right now. She, it, that shit has to be like 40%. Wait, who, who got me on? Um... Well, I just want to throw it out there that a good representation, I feel like, of what we're talking about, too, would be watching Cells at Work. Yeah. It's on Netflix. And I feel like it did a really good job at visualizing how the body works for me and seeing, like, how, like what Donovan's saying about the ants in action. She's definitely 40%. She's definitely over 40% body fat percentage. There's, I can't see how she couldn't be. And that's, that's crazy. That's insane. I don't think it should be that much. And this is what I'm saying. So... The, she eats the food. The brain says, I want this food that the government or the company tricked me to eating because it has a lot of sugar in it. You eat the sugar, right? Your body goes, oh, the sugar here, put it to the side. If you don't go and go and work out to, to offset the food you put in your body, y- your body doesn't know how to process the food. And then you know what it does? It keeps bringing in more sugar. It keeps bringing in more whatever else you put in your body. And then it starts to seep over to other shit. Now it goes into your lungs. It goes into your heart. It goes into your arteries. Now everything is all fucked up. And now you're like, damn, how do I get this fixed? And you know what you decide to do? You know what people decide to do? They get surgery. Instead of actually going and working out, they get surgery. Instead of eating better, they get surgery. Instead of understanding why it's happening, what's happening to them, they go, you know what I need to do? I should go and get this surgery. My, my, my arteries are clogged? Surgery. Too much fat? Surgery. It's like, no. Or depression? Surgery. No, 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 no. You know what you need to do? Go work out. Eat better. It's simple. It's very, very simple. Um, so there's that. And then, all right, so we're going to get back to the list of things we were talking about. Um, so we are starting today with the free, the free radicals. Okay. Um, and my cousin is wants me to do. With the trade options and also do forex, and I'm 
on the fence about doing that. Mm, I, feel like, I feel like you should just focus on that. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't plan on doing it. I, I think, I said I'll give him some money and he could do it. He said he'll target me. I'm like, all right. What happens if he doesn't make you money? Eh, then it, it just shows that I shouldn't, get, I shouldn't, be do, I should not be doing it. Mm. I'm like, I don't, I don't, I'm not. That's another thing that, first of all, I feel like that is the thing that I would choose not to really do. Unless I have a lot of free time. Um, and I'd rather do the stocks that I'm doing now. Because I feel like there's too much stuff about Forex and trading, day trading and trading options that I, I'm like, it doesn't make sense for me to do. I got to be at my computer all day, trading things up and down. And then according to people who do trade, who act not trade, people who actually invest, they all said that's craziness. They're like, why would you ever trade? Because you can't trade off of news. That's what they're trying to do. They're trying to trade off of news they heard. It's like, all right, but there's no actual value to that. So you have to just be like, all right, I think the market's going to go down today because of this thing. Fuck, that was wrong. Okay, I'm going to guess. It's gambling. That's what it is. It's gambling. It's 100% gambling. And I'm like, I don't, I'm, I'd rather not do that. Um, so oxygen in the, this is a free radical. Okay. This is very important to know because this is what causes a lot of problems in your body that you are not aware of, which is why people always talk about uh, having antioxidants because oxidation of your, I believe of your cells is unhealthy for you. Um, so here's a, this is something that happened when I was very young. I was talking to this girl, right? And I was probably, I don't know how old I was. I was young. And we were having sex-ish. You know, we were having sex. And I remember, she told me this crazy thing. And I, was, I didn't understand it. She was like, don't blow her pussy because if I do, then she'll get oxygen in her blood and she could die. And I was like, how do I eat a pussy without getting air in there? I don't really know how to do that. And... That is a that would be a reason why you don't want oxygen in your blood. Okay, now what you didn't know what she didn't know she was talking about was uh, a form of free radicals. Okay, now there's no real way of I don't there's no way of blowing oxygen into somebody of blowing on somebody and they're gonna get air in their blood. I I, I don't think that's how that works. Um, but if you were to actually put oxygen in somebody's bloodstream, that could kill them for sure. Um, and I don't, and honestly, now that I think about it, that, that explains a lot because when I breathe out, I don't breathe out air. I breathe out carbon dioxide. So I don't think there'd ever be a point where I would blow in her side of her, uh, and she would get, uh, oxygen in her blood. But that is why people have antioxidants because there are ways of having, uh, oxid. Can you look up, is it oxid, oxidizing? Can, can look up what's the purpose of antioxidants it might be on there too oh let's scroll down no okay go back up go back up go back up oh you talk about histamines out here too i know a little bit about that listen i'll be out here so the purpose of antioxidants they are a substance that may protect your cells against free radicals so f free radicals are molecules produced when you when your body breaks down food or when you're exposed to radiation I'm going to read definition of free radical. I'm going to look that up. Um, in chemistry, a free radical is an atom, molecule, or ion that has an unpaired valence electron. Last week, we talked about valence electrons. A valence electron is, if you think about the, close your eyes and think about this for a second. When you think about 
there's a ball in the middle and then they have rings around it those are called orbitals each one of those orbitals has a electron in it right and on top of the second orbital or third orbital i think it's only two they'll have another electron a valence electron are what they call the electrons in the outermost um what is it outermost ring or outermost orbital those are valence electrons so actually you have funny enough i knew that and i have it defined right in front of me i even look at that so i'm gonna read, I'm gonna read the definition i have in front of me see i'm listen listen i think it's so funny if they had taught us food and, and chemistry when we was younger we would be people would like chemistry now i need to know chemistry now i, I have never needed chemistry ever until i started to know or learn what's in my food so a valence electron according to the definition i have on my screen is an electron of an atom located in the outermost shell of the atom that can be transferred to or shared with another atom bro i said all of that shit except for the last part about shared but i was getting there listen chem chemistry me up all right i'm about to get my degree in chemistry um so why is this bad why are free radicals bad because oxygen in the oxygen in the body splits into single atoms with unpaired electrons why does it do that electrons like to be in pairs so these atoms called free radicals scavenge the body to seek out other electrons so they can become a pair. This causes sam this causes damage to cells, proteins, and DNA. So, and you might hear the word oxidize or oxidation. You've heard of these words before. If you haven't, this is the definition for them. That is when a cell a molecule undergoes or causes. No, let me oh, take a step back. What is oxidized? It is to undergo or cause to undergo a reaction in which electrons are lost to another species. So if you oh if you undergo or cause to undergo a reaction, okay. Or combine or become combined chemically with oxygen. And oxidation is the process or result of oxidizing or being oxidized. That's not that's really important. Terrible, that's a terrible definition. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, that's what they put. So I feel like terrible. that's why that's probably why I have the other ones up there. Because I'm like, what the fuck is that? You can't you can't give me <laughs> oxidation definition. and be like, oxidation is when you oxidize stuff. What? How does that work? What do you mean? So I got the okay. Antioxidants are molecules that fight free radicals in your body. Oh, one second. Can you say it again? Antioxidants are molecules uh -huh. that fight free radicals in your body. Right? Okay. So. Okay, I'm listening to this. Okay, I got it. Okay. I got it. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Antioxidants are found in all whole foods of plants and animal origin. Um, really? Mm -hmm. Can you can you copy that and paste that on there somewhere? Just paste it right up there because so, that's that's interesting. Because that would exp that would explain. Why you would not want to eat hybrid foods, probably because they're not, yeah, they're not, they're devoid of it's, it's like, like building a glass house. I, I think the problem with all of this stuff is the fact that since nothing is complete, like, yeah, nothing, it, yeah, it's, it's not complex enough. Yeah, I have, an, I have, a, I have an, an example of how this works. So one reason why I think that the food matrix is important and why hybrid foods are, are, are bad for you is because, as Melissa said, if you use the example of building a house, right, if I built a house today, right, and 
I put the windows on the house. I put the walls on the house, right? But I, no, no, I built the house, but I left the windows open, right? You don't live in that house because things are going to get into the house, right? Now, let's say that, you know, might, you might get birds in the house. You might get bugs in the house. You might get thieves in the house. Now, let's say that I put windows on the house, right? So now I stopped windows from getting in the house. I built you this beautiful house. It has nice windows on it, but there's no plumbing. So now where are you going to shit? You got to leave. You have to go shit. You got to shit on the floor. So if you, <laughs> if you don't build the house the proper way, there will always be a problem that has to be dealt with. I think this is a very good example that Melissa came up with. Very good hypothesis. Not, not hypothesis. Uh, metaphor. I think that once you build the house, if it's built perfectly, which is what food is done already in nature, it ha- you don't have to worry about any other problems from anything else happening. You don't have to worry about a thief coming in your house. You don't have to worry about shitting on the floor. You don't have to worry about birds coming into your house because the house was built to protect from all of those different things. Now, when somebody makes a hybrid food, they go, ooh, I like the fact that your window, your house has like glass windows and you're like, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to get glass windows on my house, not knowing that in the area they live in, glass windows break in that area or they don't get the right glass windows. They don't build it perfectly. You know why they don't build it perfectly? Because they're not God. God built the food that we eat perfectly. But people felt like, I want to do that. I want to try and build food. I'm going to do it myself. That's how we have drugs. That's how we have medicines that they call drugs. All types of bullshit. That's why we have these fake foods. Because people keep failing to realize that we have the foods that we need here already. We don't need people to go and make new foods. We need people to learn how to give us more of the food that we already have here. That is what we need. Um, so... If you're, again, back to the food house or the food matrix, I think food house, I'm going to start using that as a better term, the food house, Bamboo Project, we coined in that, uh, uh, begin the copyright on that. If you're building, if you have a house of food, right, but food matrix sounds so much cooler. If you are building, I'm waiting for Melissa too, by the way, I'm just Oh, you waited for me to say what it is? Yeah, I thought you were talking about something. Um, so anyways, the food matrix or food house. You want to have the food that is built strong. That's what you want. If your food is a hybrid, it's probably not going to be built that strong as a food that is natural. As Melissa was talking about with the foods that all nat- all natural foods have uh, an oxidizing effect. So for them to put that in there, I would assume that non-food, no, not non-food. I would assume that hybrid food probably does not have the same oxidizing effect because Free radicals can be caused by a multitude of things. One of those things being radiation, which is what can cause cancer. One of those things being smoke inhalation, which can cause cancer. And honestly, cancer is just an overgrowth. (laughs) Honestly, cancer is just an overgrowth of cells or cells doing the wrong thing. That's what we're doing. Right. Um, So, and this is right. And when you get people, this is the thing, right? People will say, oh, uh, cancer is a mutation. But they don't ever want to explain to you what that means. Because if they explain to you what that means, then you would go, oh, wait, why don't I just do this one thing to fix it? They go, no, 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 no. Because if you do that one thing to fix it, you can't come back here. So we can't tell you that. We're going to tell you some mutation. And you go, oh, my God, my, my cells are mutating. You go, yes, yes. And you need us to burn it and cut it out. And that is the only way we can get it fixed. Um, antioxidants basically stop or limit the damage caused by free radicals and they also help to protect and reverse some of the damage that's caused um i i can't find exactly what i read but i did read that 
basically antioxidants carries extra extra um atoms or something like that and it that's what it gives to the free radicals to make them it, it, it gives them the pair that they want mm-hmm. okay so that it can stop fucking up your body okay um and this is why you want to eat foods that are antioxidants which is why we drink elderberry tea and burnout root tea i love me some burnout root tea Let's real, that real shit whole food antioxidants that's very stressed that yeah a lot. real Not whole food antioxidant foods this is why I'll be fucking with that that fucking what is that shit called the uh, Beyond Burger meat shit yeah. and the other one, the Beyond Burger and what's the other one called? There was two big ones. Impossible. Impossible. This is why they listen. It's Beyond Healthy, no Beyond Unhealthy, and it's impossible to eat and be healthy. That's what it is, that's what <laughs> it should be called because both of them shits is not good for you. Do not put that shit in your body. Do not eat those shits. I'm telling you, they made them in a lab. It's not meat. Don't eat that. They tell you that it's made of vegetables. What kind of vegetables? But they put in there. Why vegetables taste like meat? Don't eat that. I'm telling y'all. And in about five, ten years, you're going to start seeing shit like, damn, people growing horns out their head. <laughs> People's arms is falling off. Nobody know why their eye don't work anymore. I'm telling y'all, don't eat that food. I'm, don't eat it. I don't care what kind of Netflix. Honestly, funny enough, we watched this shit on Netflix, right? And on Netflix, with our limited knowledge from what we were studying before earlier this year and last year, we are like, Wait, what's in the Beyond Burger shit? Nah, nah. They had a side by side like, oh, we put canola oil and we put other bullshit and some more bullshit and some more bullshit. And we looking at the screen like, huh? Soy and <clears throat> soy. It was too much. It was a list of shit that I looked at and got. I would never eat one. I don't want to eat any one of those things on that list. And it was like everything on the list was in there. I'm like, nah, this is crazy. Um. So, oh, one more thing. And inflammation can cause free radicals. Also, now. I think that's very important to realize. Can you look that up too? What? Inflammation can cause free radicals or free radicals can cause inflammation? What, what, what did I say? Inflammations can cause free radicals. Yes. Really? Yeah. I think double check that. Yeah. Um, and the reason why that would be bad is because uh, food that's not good for you will cause inflammation. If you have inflammation, you have the free radicals in your body you don't want that no free radicals causes inflammation oh that's what it says huh wait hold on can you call us by because inflammation is a process yeah so can you can you change that then can you change uh okay so that was i misspoke it can uh free radicals can cause inflammation so yes what were you saying? You were saying um, something about the fr- inflammation. I was saying something about inflammation. Yeah. You said they cause it. And that was mm-hmm. It says that immune cells called macrophages. Wait, what? Immune cells called macrophages produce free radicals while fighting off invasion, invading germs. This is talking about oxidative stress. Um, these free radicals can damage healthy cells, leading to inflammation. Wait, read that. Can you read that again? Free radicals can. Mm. The macrophage thing. The macrophage thing? Yeah. Immune cells called macrophages produce free radicals while fighting off invading germs. Right, wait, 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 wait. wait. Isn't that. Infl- that's it. Isn't that. No. Uh, mm. Because 
Free radicals. The reason why free radicals are bad is because it's unstable. Okay. They're, they're like a whole bunch of bombs, basically. Okay. So your body will use the free radicals to attack germs in your body that's not supposed to be there. What? So your body will purposely make cells unstable to fight off infections if you have them. So doesn't that mean that it causes... The, yeah, the problem with that is that it, it doesn't give a fuck who that's, so isn't that So then isn't that still true, what I said before? What? That Does, free radicals cause an inflammation? Inflammation causes free radicals. That's, but that's not inflammation. That's the free radicals being released that would then cause the irritation, which but is inflammation. I thought that if you're fighting a germ, doesn't it cause inflammation to fight the germ? Because of the free radicals. Releasing the free radicals is what's causing the inflammation. Uh, that's you fight... They fight. They fight the germs by releasing free radicals. By causing, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then that's what causes inflammation. Okay. Okay. So this is another theory I had, right? Now this is I'm long from proving this, but this is just a theory that I have. So I believe that anytime you put anything foreign in your body that shouldn't be in there, you will have a quote allergic reaction to it. Now allergic reaction doesn't have to mean sneezing. It can be a, a host of things. Anything to me, I feel like that tips you over the scale one way or the other will cause an allergic reaction. So whether you start sneezing, whether you start, uh, your eyes start watering, whether your stomach starts getting inflamed, whether you start getting pimples, whether you're, um, just think of any type of allergy, your, your throat uh, closes up, which can be a form of inflammation, um, tongue swelling, also inflammation. Uh, I think that these are all, and funny enough, now I think about it, yeah, allergies are just, yeah, I was funny. I was about to just—I was about to say what that is, and then I looked at it. But allergies are just your body trying to remove whatever is inside of it. That's literally what allergies are. Uh, they don't want it inside. So I'm gonna read the definition I have on the screen. Allergy is a reaction to foreign substances by the immune system, the body system of defense against foreign invaders, particularly pathogens, the agents of infection, the agents of infection. The substances that trigger allergies are called allergen. Example, foods. Foods could be an allergen. You can, ha- you can be allergic to different types of food. Now, my theory is that your body is looking at these types of food and going, I don't know what the fuck that is. It shouldn't be in here, right? Now, my, oh, my another theory is that hybrid foods fall into this list. And I also believe that other things like animals that are hybrid animals. And I think that uh, just anything that people have tampered with on a chemical level will cause your body to have allergic reactions to. I don't really know of examples of people being allergic to natural water. I've heard of people being allergic to, to water that may be tampered with, but I've never heard of somebody being like, damn, I'm allergic to the air. I'm allergic to this, you know, wood. I'm allergic to water. Or maybe, I don't even know about apples. I don't know about regular non-tampered with food that make people have allergic breakouts or allergic reactions to it. You have you know anything like that? No. Um, I remember when I was working at Starbucks and we first started the diet and when we were looking at the foods that we're not supposed to eat anymore. Mm-hmm. And when I was looking at the list of allergens um, that we have inside of Starbucks, mm-hmm. um, I, remember, I remember looking at it like, hmm, I think it's funny that all the things that people are allergic to, eggs, milk, mm-hmm. uh, uh, um, eggs, milk, gluten, um, shrimp, all of that Peanut stuff. Peanut or nuts. Yeah, or we're on the list, and those are the same things that we are not supposed to eat on the diet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like I said, I think that it's because all those are hybrids, and I think that certain people's bodies may have a more of a tolerable reaction to it, 
But just because you don't necessarily feel or know what's happening, I believe that if you are having these foods and you're eating them, you're still going to have reactions. You just, it's just not going to kill you immediately. I just think it's so funny that you have, like, lactose intolerance is such a right. prevalent That's, thing. Right. And we don't think, hmm, maybe as a whole, people shouldn't be drinking milk or right. having dairy products. Right. So it's like people think, okay, well, peanuts can kill you, but lactose intolerance lactose intolerance just makes that you shit all the time and fart everywhere and it's like yeah but you shouldn't be doing that either like neither one of those things should be happening you shouldn't have diarrhea you shouldn't be having all types of crazy gas in your body just because you want to have some milk so i don't think that uh no what was i saying yeah that's why i try to stay away from hybrid foods like that because i think that it causes my body to go through different types of reactions that then fuck up my day and i don't need my day fucked up um, so like I say, if just for the people listening, go look it up, look up all of the, cause he's going to blow your mind. Look up food that are hybrids, right? Now, hybrid foods are, there are different types of hybrid foods, right? So some hybrid foods can be things that, um, uh, they cross, uh, pollinated, which is just usually, uh, from what I've seen, it will be foods that don't necessarily grow together or in the same area. But they'll put them in the same area and then cross-pollinate them because they want the food. I forgot the reason why they do that. Um, but I also know that another way of hybrid making hybrid foods would be actually, yeah, there's a, there's a, there's a cross-pollination. And then there's the actual people who go, I want my apple to look like a watermelon. So I'm going to cross-breed them and make sure that my apples grow mad big. Or I'm going to cross-breed them to make sure that they don't uh, have seeds in them. I'm going to crossbreed them to make sure that they're able to be protectant uh, against all types of weather. And um, bugs. You said what? And bugs. And bugs. So, and these, whatever, when they crossbreed them, they fucking up the food matrix. Like I said before, they fucking up the food house. So they decide, okay, well, I want my windows to be small. Okay, now your windows are small, but now you can't get no sunlight in. So now what happens now? You're not getting your vitamin D that you need. You're not getting the whatever substance that you need because you decided to change the shit that was already perfect the shit was perfect you just because you don't like something that people this is the thing people feel like just because you don't like something doesn't mean it's not perfect things are built a certain way to 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 be to to operate in a certain manner and people feel like well i want to be able to eat watermelon without seeds it's like okay sure you want to do that you know the cost of that the cost of that is going to be fucked up your body's going to be fucked up so if you really want no seeds in your food sure we can Fuck up the food matrix. Fuck up the food house if you want. By the end of the day, when we do that, you're going to be fucked up too. So that really what you want to do? It's like I was saying before that. To test for everybody listening to the podcast, go out. Just Google 10 hybrid foods, right? No. No, 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 no. Don't do that. Listen, before you do that, before you do that, I want you listening to this to Google what foods are, what foods have the highest allergic reactions to right look that list up first i was talking oh like i said so after you go and you look up the top 10 food allergies then look up list of hybrid foods and i believe one of the reasons why i stopped fucking with cauliflower and broccoli is because they were hybrid foods cauliflower for sure is why i don't fuck with that shit and like i said it's so funny because when you look at the list right you go okay the list of hybrid foods and list of allergies are kind of similar. Okay, boom. You might disagree. Cool. But then you start seeing, okay, why are they choosing to use the majority of hybrid foods for all of these quote-unquote new healthy foods? 
Every, every time we come up with something new, it's like, oh, we got to put soy in it because otherwise it won't work. We got to put uh, carrots in it. Otherwise, it won't work. We got to put cauliflower in it. Otherwise, it won't work. We have to use canola oil. Otherwise, it won't work. And you're like, why did y'all choose to use seven to ten different hybrid foods instead of natural food? Why did y'all do that? And then you start to see people getting sick and you go, okay, I feel like there's, a, there's, a, there's easily a, a, a trend here. It's a it's a ABC. You use unhealthy food. You, use, you made a food you shouldn't have made. You made that food, mixed it with other foods you shouldn't have made. Then you took all those foods and you decide, you know what we're going to do? Make another food based on those foods. And then damn, people got sick. Why did that happen? And it's like, well, you fucked up the food matrix or the food house when you decide to make fake food. And then when you make fake food out of the fake food that you made before, it's not going to make the food better. It's only going to make the food worse. That's why I don't want to eat hybrid foods. Um, so that is that. Now, how much was the time for this? Um. Um, uh, something else about that too is that whenever um, when you look at that list of hybrid foods you you also um, notice that like when it comes to carrots and milk and and cauliflower and all that stuff they even even um, certain kinds of tomatoes there's always some kind of some some kind of not folklore, but some kind of something about it where it's like, oh, you need drink, you need to drink milk mm. for the calcium, yeah. or you need carrots for your eyesight. Mm-hmm. You need um, what is the other one? You need uh, oh, cauliflower is broccoli's cousin, mm-hmm. and you need to eat broccoli and, and all that stuff. Like it's some kind of right. So uh, one thing that we noticed before, which was it was just very funny that all of the foods that we've realized are either hybrid foods or supposed to be foods that aren't good for you. They all have some type of marketing ploy behind it. Yeah. And one of the another one that was very funny to me that I learned was Popeye. Popeye was supposed to be spinach. When I came to find out that spinach is not actually good for you, I'm like, what? Because they, they ha- it's so crazy because they make the food that's not good for you. And then they go, okay, we have to get people used to eating this food. So then they have all types of marketing campaigns. They got, got milk for milk. They got Popeye eating spinach. It makes you big and strong. They got carrots. To help your eyesight, which has actually never even been proven as far as I know. None um, of it is proven. Yeah, because it, it's just marketing. Another funny thing, too, is that... It was, what was that marketing thing? Was it Viagra? I think it was Viagra. I think what had happened was Viagra. This is just a way that marketing works. I believe that Viagra was supposed to be made as a pill for hyper... For some type of... for. For not having a strong enough bl- uh, blood flow. I forgot what, what that one is called. It's not hypertension. That's the opposite of hypertension. Um, you know what it's called? Opposite hypertension. So uh, pretty much when your blood is not flowing properly, they came up with a way to give people uh, Viagra for that. But they found out that it makes your dick hard. So then what happened was they actually went out and made a marketing campaign as to why Viagra is supposed to be good for you and how it makes your dick hard. They just kind of re... They just dropped off the whole fact that that uh, Viagra is was made for something completely different. And it's similar to how food works. They have to hire these companies who go out and try and persuade the economy or persuade the world uh, to believe something that is probably not true or good for them. And they just push it over and over and over again, like these songs that y'all hear all the time. Um, so then, like I said, so we got we got. Um, the peanut thing, you, I feel like you hear a lot of uh, marketing behind peanuts. You hear a lot of marketing behind uh, spinach with Popeye. You have 
um, an apple a day keeps the teacher away. You have uh, what's the other one that you said before, Melissa? Mm, the cauliflower is the the cousin. Oh, cauliflower is a cousin of broccoli. Um, Tom- is it is it a fruit or a vegetable? Tomatoes. Yeah, yeah, facts. And I feel like there's right. It's vegetable, right? There's always some type of weird story behind these foods. Corn. It's just like it's always some strange shit that you be just like, what's happening here? Like, why? What is this? And then it gets to this point where you, go, where you pretty much ask enough questions, and you just get to a point where where, you, where they go, all right, that's enough questions. Stop asking questions. That's it. That, that we 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 told you that Popeye is strong because of spinach. Shut up. That's it. But why is he? I don't don't ask me why. Just know if you want to be big and strong like Popeye, eat the damn spinach. And another um tell about whether or not a food is like really healthy for you to um too, or if it's a hybrid or not, is if it's abnormally healthy in one thing. Like mm. let's say that it has a a, a, a like ninety percent of your daily value of vitamin A, and then nothing else. Okay. That's typically the selling point that they have for that food. Boom. So again, back to the food matrix or the food house. Think about it like this, right? If you live in a house, right, and your windows are in that situation, like Melissa just gave, you want more sunlight in your house. So you go, you know what I want to do? I want more, I want more sunlight. I'm going to make all of my walls out of windows. And it's like, yo, bro, I don't think that's a good idea. Shut up. I want all of my walls to be made out of windows. I want more light. And you go, uh, okay, we're going to do that for you. But when you do that, now you lose the foundation that you would have had from having non-glass walls in your house. So what happens, something big comes to your house, maybe not a tornado, but some type of crazy storm or something like that. All your windows are going to start breaking. And you're like, damn, how did this happen? Well, that's because you chose to make all your windows glass when you didn't need all your windows to be glass. You just needed some of them, huh? All your walls to be glass. You needed some of them to be glass. But, and like Melissa was just saying, what you'll see in certain foods is they go, well, it has 99% of this one vitamin A or this one is it's super, super, super high in iron. And you're like, how high is it? 99 fucking percent. And you're like, 99%? What else is in there? Nothing. It's just iron. You're like, it's 100%. It's 99 iron. What else is in it? Listen, shut up. It's iron. That's it. You want iron? We gave you iron. And you go. All right, I eat it. And then, you, like I said, your matrix is all fucked up. Your body takes it in. Your body goes, this is a lot of iron. Shut up. Take the iron. <laughs> you need iron. Take more of it. And you're like, what do I do with it? Put it somewhere. It's like, just take it. And you're like, uh, all right. And then you keep eating it over and over again. You're like, they, they told me it has a lot of iron. I need the iron, so I ate it. And it's like, fam, you don't need that much. You just need to, you needed some iron, bro. You need all of that. And your body doesn't go to tell you, listen, ham, let me tell you something, bro. It's a lot of iron. And I just think it's interesting because I wonder... Because the body is supposed to excrete things you don't need, but see this is see this is the problem with the other. This see this is what I think the problem is too with the food that's made in laboratories. Your body is supposed to excrete the food it does not need, which is why you have a food matrix. Because I think that when they make the food, they make it in a way that your body can't excrete everything, so it takes in more of the sugar, it takes in more of whatever they want to take more of in. So your body might have a way of going, okay, this is too much of that thing. So I'm here's my theory. I kind of remember this a little bit. I was reading about it the other day. That let's just say that uh, each one of your sugar molecules inside of an apple, right, are inside of a fiber. Funny enough, a fiber box, right? Maybe I don't know. Kind of. So we kind of did a little bit. Um, 
And but it's just the theory I came up with. Cause I'm like, I'm not. This is just how I would explain it to people who don't know. So think of it like this: you eat an apple, right? Let's say there's ten fiber boxes in the apple, and inside each one of those fiber glass boxes or fiber boxes would be a sugar molecule, right? You have ten sugar molecules inside of ten fiber boxes. Now, when your body sees that, your body goes, "Okay, I know I only need three molecules of sugar, and I know that." They are inside of these fiber boxes. So I'm going to take three fiber boxes and get rid of the other seven. I don't need the seven fiber boxes. I have the three that I need. I'm going to take those, break down the fiber, and then take the three molecules. However, I think what happens with food that we eat that's unhealthy for us, it just gives us all the sugar. Remember going back to ultra process. They remove all the stuff that will prevent your body from being able to dictate what it needs and what it doesn't need. And it's like, here's a bunch of sugar. Your body goes, okay. There's no fiber boxes for me to look at. So it's just sugar. I'm going to take all the sugar until I find a fiber box. Ain't no fiber box. All right, just mad sugar. Take it all in. And I think that's pretty much how it works because I remember that they said that fiber is supposed to be a complex protein molecule or something like that. It's a, it's a chain and it's supposed to slow down how much food goes into your body. Can you check that for me? Okay, because I forget, I want to like specific, like what is it? What's the? Because um, I remember that um, whenever you eat, that's why when we eat fruit, um, we don't overload on sugar because of all the fiber in there. So it keeps you fuller longer. You still get the sugar from it, and all of that. And the reason why they started adding a whole bunch of sugar into the food that we eat now is because they used to load it with fat, and then they realized that fat isn't good for your heart. So they had to take all that fat out and replace it, um, all the trans fat out, and replace it with something that would still make the food taste good. And that's why there's mad sugar in the food that we have now. So. Um, what am I saying that to say? Yeah, that's the problem with the food that we have now. It's mad sugar and not enough fiber. That's why we don't stay full for very long. That's why you get fat very fast and you're constantly eating because there's nothing in the food. Mm, bars. Um, what is? What do they? How does fiber stop? What is the molecular level of fiber? I have it on here somewhere, but on the molecular level, how does fiber stop you from taking in all the extra bad shit? Um, and histamines, that is the next thing on the, cause we were talking about food allergies. Well, I'm going to look that up. I'm going to read the definition of histamines. So histamines, right? And just remember the word, yeah, because I, I feel like people may get stuck up on, oh, I don't know what that word means. I never heard it before and it's fine. It, that happens. What happens? Uh, fiber is a type of carbohydrate that the body can't digest. Most carbohydrates are broken down into sugar molecules. However, fiber cannot be broken down. Instead, it passes through the body undigested. Fiber helps regulate the body's use of sugars, keeping, um, helping to keep hunger and blood sugar in check. So I just want to say, I just want to say, off the top of my head, I use fiber as an example for the fucking sugar. <laughs> and I'm a, I'm a fucking amazing man. That's all I want to say. I just put that out there. I just want y'all to know that I didn't even remember that's how it worked. But at the end of the day, that's how that shit worked. It was like little fiber boxes and sugar molecules inside the boxes. Boom. <laughs> all right. So uh, histamines start, like I was saying before, because I... I think two podcasts ago, or maybe three, I talked about vocabulary, right? And one thing about vocabulary is once you understand the vocabulary, it's the most important part of learning anything is learning the words that are being used. So histamines. Don't worry about the don't worry that you've never heard the word before. Maybe you did, maybe you didn't. Histamines. They start the process that hustles those allergens out of your body or off of your skin. Remember, allergens can be food. An allergen is the substance that triggers allergies. So anything that triggers an allergy, that triggers an allergic reaction in your body, is called an allergen, okay? 
The substances that trigger allergies are called allergens. Now, histamines start the process that moves those allergens out of your body or off of your skin. So, for example, you sneeze. So, if something gets in your nose and it's like, whoa, whoa, wait, what's this? You sneeze because your body takes it out. If you have a germ, your body goes, oh, whoa, take this shit out of here. And you sneeze and you take it out. That's how that works. That's the purpose of histamines. Histamines are like the bouncer in the club also. They come through. They say, fam, you've been in here bothering all the ladies. You got to go. They drag you like in Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and they throw you out the door. That's what histamines do. Okay. Now, some things that they can do, like I said, they uh, hustle the allergens out of your body or off of your skin. They can make you sneeze. They can make you tear up or they can make you itch because your body is being told, hey, there's something here that shouldn't be here. Histamines. Do what you got to do. They go, hi, fam. Who's here needs to be removed? You sneeze. Get it out of your body. You tear up. Get out of your eyes. You itch. Get off your skin. Whatever it takes to get the job done. That's a part of your body's defense system. Boom. Okay. Now we go on to the next histamine. Let's see. Uh, oh. Oh, shit. So, this is something I have on the list, too. So, we already know what histamines do, okay? I'm going to read it. I'm going to say it again just in case anybody forgot. Histamines are the bouncer. You already said that shit like five times. Listen, that's how Donald Trump got the presidency, okay? He said the same shit over and over again. <laughs> Listen, bad. Make America great again, okay, guys? We want to make America great again. America is great. Let's make it great again, though. It was great before. We can make it great again today, okay, guys? Today, America is great again today. God, remember that. So... What is histamine? Like I said, when I say you gonna remember that, you're gonna be sleeping like the histamines artist. Cells at work had a great episode about histamines in my head, so I'm very excited. See, exactly. See? Uh so you had you had a visual, you had a cartoon. They didn't they don't have that, so I gotta say it over and over and over again. Um so histamines start the process that move those allergens out of your body or off your skin. Can you change the word hustles to move? Um now Histamines is also a, it's a substance that helps your body fight allergies. If you are already unwell, eating food that contain histamines can cause you to produce more mucus. Now, like we said before, we talked about this. You don't want an excess of mucus in your body because it can cause a lot of problems. Listen, can you do me a favor? Can you look up, just Google three diseases, any three, and then tell me names in them. Once you Google them. Um, uh, let's see. So some foods do not contain histamines, but they do cause your body to produce it, resulting in more mucus. Now, we know histamines do, right? We know histamines are supposed to, right, move allergens out of your body. Allergens are what? Things that trigger allergies. So why would a food cause histamine to be produced in your body? What do you think, Melissa? What did you say? Oh, yeah. Okay, hold on, wait. Uh, <laughs> I have my hand. Okay, cool. So, okay. Uh, what was the question? <laughs> See, this is why. This is why you fail Melissa in class because you keep playing games. Why do you think that if histamine's job is to move allergies, allergens out of your body, right? And we know allergens cause allergies. Why would food cause histamine to produce in your body? <gasps> What's an allergen? What do you mean by this? What are you saying, Melissa? What is an allergen? I don't know what you're talking about. Not my food. They're telling me the food I eat for to be healthy is an allergen. It's impossible. It can't happen. 
it's impossible yeah i, I think it's so crazy because like with the um because we have something called b cells and something called fat cells and fat cells are the ones that actually release the histamines when b cells they have this enzyme or something like that that they use to um fight against invaders and stuff in your body so if you have a pathogen the b cell will shoot the pathogen with like let's say with one ounce of something and then because that one ounce of something was released into the air in your um in your body or whatever that's when the fat cell would be like up up in this control room would be like okay one ounce of this is out that means i need to release one liter of this into your body and that liter that she's releasing would be the histamines and that's what causes the reaction so if you have a food in, in your body that you're not supposed to be eating and your b cells pull up which is an immune cell to like to fight it whatever because it's not actually um, the size of a bacteria, typically food will cause you to release more histamines because it's a bigger thing that they're trying to fight. And that's what really causes the problem to be like on that scale where it's like you, it's like trying to, it's like trying to um, release enough water to sink a mountain instead of trying to like, I don't know, drown a, a, a pebble. And that's what causes that big ass um that's what causes the big ass reaction that in turn causes inflammation okay so okay this thing said god this is why we change our diet for these reasons this is why we have the bamboo food project which you can find on instagram at the bamboo project underscore food where we give you we, well we will be giving you more information on there right melissa yes. okay we're gonna have two posts right now we have the two posts we get to plan um we're gonna have pictures of food oh we bought a food photo box for better pictures on there, I forgot because Melissa got a uh, check and she went and bought everything you can buy outside. Um, so we have a photo box for the food and we got this, you know, this uh, light right here and whatnot. Um, so back to histamines, right? Read that, that sentence again. Histamines is a substance that helps your body fight allergies. If you are already unwell, eating foods that contain histamines can cause you to produce more mucus. Some foods don't contain histamines, but they do cause your body to produce it, resulting in more mucus. You don't want more mucus. You don't want that. Your body already, funny enough, look this up too. Your body has a mucus lining on pretty much every part of your body, on the inside of your body. has mucus lining everywhere. And now I would assume that would be because a mucus is a part of your defense system. So if something gets into your body and say it's in your brain or your foot or whatever, it, your body will release mucus to stop that thing from hurting you. But you don't want too much mucus because then we have, boom, those diseases that you came up with, which are what? Well, give me one. Mm, I, I came up with, uh, with lupus. Lupus. Okay. Boom. Pariasis. Pariasis. Okay. Oh, psoriasis. Oh, psoriasis. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot this. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, cystic fibrosis. Cystic fibrosis. Okay. So, um, can you now Google and tell me what is lupus? We're going to find out what lupus is. I bet you. Am I, I'm going to take a wild guess, guys. Wild, wild guess. I have to. I'm going to guess that lupus somehow involves mucus. Just a wild guess. You gonna see if I'm right or not. A chronic long-term disease that can cause inflammation and pain in any part of your body. It's an autoimmune disease, which means that your immune system 
the body system that usually fights infections attacks healthy tissue instead. So it says, what is inflammation? Inflammation usually happens when your immune system is fighting an infection or, inju or injury. When lupus makes your immune system attack healthy tissue, it can cause inflammation in lots of different body parts. Okay, so that didn't directly say the word mucus, right? So what I want to say about that is when what you guys did hear it say is your body will attack infections. Now... It all depends on what we are calling an infection, because some people may think that, OK, I only eat, you know, broccoli. Why do I have why do I have this type of diseases? And it's like, well, maybe the broccoli is the infection that you're eating. Did you ever think about that? Did you ever think that maybe the food you're eating? Remember, the histamines are attacking the allergies. And remember, when you have the histamines come out, those histamines cause uh, inflammation, right? So histamines cause inflammation. And now you're curious, like, why is inflammation all over your body? Sorry, that's just hilarious. What? Because histamine causes inflammation. The free radicals cause inflammation. And that's like, and like I said, that's like just another form of, of an of immune response. So you eating, you drinking a cup of milk can cause the, the histamines to be released, could cause the free radicals to be released that your body produces to fight that shit, which is a whole bunch of bombs. And it's like, your body doesn't discern. It, it just knows that it's whatever is in that area is fucking up. And in its head, it's like, okay, we regenerate. We make more. But the thing is, if you deplete something faster than you can build it up, you're going to fuck up the overall system. But your body doesn't recognize that. It just thinks, that, okay, this is this thing is over there that needs to go. This is what we do to get it to get it out, even though we haven't built it back up yet. Okay, there's an example of that I've heard with Apple. I don't remember what it's called. Um, I'm pretty sure the the FBI, not the FBI, the uh, the yeah, well, the government do these same things, right? So if you work at Apple and high level Apple in terms of manufacturing and creating products for Apple, right? If your job at Apple is to create the screen for Apple, that's all you do. Your job is to figure out how to make the best screen. You don't know if they're gonna use it. You don't know how they're going to use it. If they do use it, you don't even know what they're going to You don't know if it's even a screen for an iPhone. You don't know what it is. They just said, we need a glass that's amazing. Build it. And then and next door to you, you have somebody that's saying, listen, your job is to build the best speaker. And we want that speaker to be three centimeters long. Build it. That's all they do. And that's how the body works. The body is told your job is to allow this uh, sugar molecule in or your body is to fight off infections. It, your body doesn't have the your body is not told what type of infection or anything like that it's like listen if this is supposed to be an infection i'm going to send all of the histamine i can at it i'm going to send all of i'm going to inflame this whole area i'm going to send the anti uh, uh free radicals over there because my job because that's what i was told is to fight these things off these infections i don't know whether or not it's hurting me i don't know that because my job is not to know my job is not to worry about whether or not it's hurting me my job is to get rid of whatever's in front of my face and when that happens, you end up with serious problems. You end up with all types of diseases. You know, your brain don't want to work. You have your heart, your, your arteries are clogged up. You're getting fat because your body is doing what it's supposed to do brick by brick. It's not looking at the whole overall aspect of your body. And I think that's interesting because I believe that your body is made up of molecules. Now, I believe what it is. And molecules don't have thoughts, sort of. 
I don't think so. Um, so because they don't have thoughts, they just act independently. But they all act independently together. It's like why? Why is Apple so big? Because every every person or every department at Apple works very hard on what they do, making Apple a giant. But each person or each company or each department individually doesn't really know how what they do affects a company. That isn't their job. Um, and I think that that is how the body works. And I think it's also funny because I think that's how it was meant to be designed for businesses to work that way. I think we are inherently tied to a situation or companies that become very good are the companies that don't. I don't know. I don't know if that's true. We'll come back to that later. We'll come back to that another day. So um other uh, the other two diseases psoriasis and cystic fibrosis and how much time do we have i think we should be done in about 15 20 minutes um can you scroll down so i'm gonna read what is dao yeah i had to look at that up too uh so something what is histamine intolerance okay so histamine intolerance is bacterial overgrowth in another contributing factor for developing a histamine intolerance so bacteria grows when food is not digested properly, causing histamine overproduction. Normal levels of DAO enzymes can't break down the increased levels of histamine in your body, causing a reaction. I feel like that needs a definition too. So I'm going to put that, I'm going to write that on here on this one. But these questions, what is... Uh, psoriasis is, looks like it's a skin condition. Yeah, what does that mean? Where's it coming from? That, um... A skin disease that causes red, itchy, patchy. Wait, now what is it cause? What causes it? Uh, uh, an immune system problem that causes the skin to regenerate fa at faster than normal rates. Mm -hmm. Well, what's causing that? Infections such as strep throat or skin infections. Weather could cause that injury to skin, stress, smoking and secondhand smoke, heavy alcohol consumptions, certain medication, and rapid withdrawal withdrawal of oral or systemic corticosteroids. Corticosteroids, yeah. Yeah. So I'm curious. I'll have to look into this now more. Is so it said smoking and drinking alcohol. What inside alcohol? And smoking would cause you to have psoriasis. Is psoriasis or cystic fibrosis? But you said, what does that mean? You put more stress on your lungs. I mean, on a molecular level, what is it? What? Because if you, if there are things that you can drink and inhale that cause that, then there's probably something that is in food that's also in those things that cause that to happen. So there are also probably foods that can cause that. And then on top of that, I'm pretty sure that the lack of minerals will probably also affect how your skin is reacting to um but yeah the dao enzymes uh, i'm gonna read this again histamine intolerance bacterial overgrowth is another factor for developing a histamine intolerance so that means if you have too much bacterial bacteria growing you can have a histamine intolerance and that's bad which is crazy because that's that's interesting that's very interesting because, okay, here's what is interesting to me, histamine intolerance, because a lot of people think they don't have allergies and it, not, it may not be that. It may be just that you have a bacterial overgrowth that 
cause you have histamine intolerance. So you're actually intolerant to the histamine. So you don't actually sneeze like you should. You don't actually cough like you should. You don't actually tear like you should because your body is into- is, is uh, has a high tolerance for histamine. So the problems are still in your body, but your body just is not reacting to the problems. So this says that bacteria grows when food isn't digested properly. Now, what does that mean? Why would food not be digested properly? Maybe because the food matrix is fucked up, so you can't digest it properly. So you know what happens? You have an overgrowth of bacteria, right? You have a call, and it causes histamine overproduction because you have too much of the food. Step back. The bacteria grows when the food is not digested properly, which would then cause histamine overproduction, which you don't want, which would be sneezing and coughing and shitting and tearing and scratching. So the normal levels of DAO enzymes can't break down the increased levels of histamine in your body. Can you find out what that reaction is called, Melissa? Wait, are they saying that 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 happens when... Are they saying that you will not have a reaction if you have a histamine intolerance or or would, are they saying that that like when you have anaphylaxis and stuff like that then is the histamine intolerance you not having a reaction or you having a big ass reaction? I think histamine intolerance is when you don't have a reaction. So your body is not removing the allergen like it's supposed to. So because of that, you now have, because it's not doing it's supposed to, now they keep sending more histamines over there. Because like we still have the problem, it's still there. No. You say no. The histamine, it says histamine intolerance is, all, is sometimes informally called an allergy. So if that's what an allergy is, then that would be the, that would be the histamine intolerance. That, that doesn't, that doesn't make sense. Because if you, if you can't tolerate the histamine that's when your body starts to itch and starts to scratch and but but that's what histamine is supposed to do hmm? histamine is supposed to make you scratch and tear and itch but i mean that's what it says here um so melissa is saying that histamine intolerance is when you have when you it makes your body itch and scratch uh my theory is that when you're intolerant to histamine, you don't have the reaction that you're supposed to have to the histamine or to the allergen. Because the possible symptoms after ingesting histamine-rich food include skin rash, hives, headache, runny nose, bloating, high blood pressure, menstrual disorders. That's interesting. Menstrual sheesh. Uh, water retention. So that's weight. Uh, fatigue. Seasickness, tiredness, sleep disorders, confusion, nervousness, depressive moods. And that's if you have too much histamine. Oh, okay. So then that, I can say technically maybe we're both right. I haven't looked at my, my theory yet. Um, but I'm wondering if you have, if you have too much histamine in your body, it'll, it'll have you reacting to things you shouldn't have to react to. But I don't know if that's true either. Because why would it, what, if nothing to react to, what would it be doing? It has something to react to, the bacteria. Because it says the bacterial overgrowth happens when food isn't digested pro- properly. So because the food isn't digested properly, we have to make a shit ton of, of histamines. And the normal amount, so yeah, let's say the ratio 
Yeah, normal levels of, of the enzymes can't break down. Okay, so let's say that your body can only tolerate half a cup of histamines. Um, that's how much the DAO enzymes can, can break down safely. But you have a, a full cup. That means that you only have, you only have, you can only break down half of it. So the other half, the body starts to react to it. So that's because that half is left over, and that's when you start sneezing and itching and scratching and all that stuff. And that's when, that's when they, um, that's when they give you, that's when they um, stab you with the thing, with like an EpiPen, because that's supposed to um, stop your body from releasing more histamines. But see, that's the thing. If you have histamines in your body, and they're just sitting there, what are they reacting to? If there's nothing left to react to. Okay, so because like I said earlier, the histamines don't the histamines don't come out on their own. The histamines are only released after the B cell releases a certain amount of um of of whatever that is that they release into the air. So the histamines is just a reaction to the B cell. So okay. the B cell tells how much histamine to come out. So when they when the histamines come out, that's when it's kind of like okay now it needs to be broken down but we can't break down it's too much and then that's when the EpiPen has to come in because the EpiPen basically I don't know if it like let me see what it does it's supposed to either reduce the amount of hif um, histamines inside so this is my thing from what I just read this says that histamines communicate messages to your brain now I could understand why you would sneeze a lot if the only purpose of histamines were to communicate to the brain because if the histamines are telling the brain to sneeze even though there are no actual bacteria in the nose then you'll just keep sneezing because the histamines are there telling you to sneeze um so that the, the histamines don't actually react to anything so i don't think that so yeah I, that's the thing i don't think that histamines do anything their job is to communicate I think that's the difference. That's that's where the miscommunication is coming from because I thought that histamines are the ones that actually, uh, I guess, do the sneezing in a sense. But they just tell the brain to do the sneezing. They tell the body to do the, to do the itching. It doesn't actually cause the itching, if that makes any sense. So uh, if you have too much histamine in your body, it, I can see the, how it would be a situation where if it's just keep telling your brain sneeze, 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 and you just you just sneeze it for no reason. Like, damn, what the fuck is going on? You, you tearing up, you sneezing. You're like, why am I itching, sneezing, tearing up? It's because you have too much histamine. And histamine has, has not been broken down and removed. So there's nothing that can tell it to shut the fuck up. It keeps talking. And it talks a lot. And nobody, and everybody's listening to it. So I think that's kind of what histamine does for the body. That's my uh, my theory on the histamine part of it. Uh, let me see. Mm-mm-mm. Histamine is associated with common allergic responses and symptoms. Many of these are similar to those from histamine, histamine intolerance. That sounds crazy. This says the histamine intolerance is fairly rare, impacting an estimated 1% of the population. People often mistake it for other conditions such as food allergies and gastrointestinal diseases. Some of the things we talked about in the podcast today were that vitamins are the bridges for the minerals to get into your body and be used. We talked about histamines are the substance that helps your body fight allergens and they are actually the messengers that communicate to your body or to your brain what to do about 
the the allergens that are there. Can I see? Can I read some? Okay. So boom, boom. So when the when the fat cells release the histamines, histamines boost blood flow in the area of your body. The allergen affected. This causes inflammation, which lets other chemicals in your immune system step in to do repair work. Histamines then dock at special places called receptors in your body. The result, if your nose was affected, say by pollen, histamines prompt thin walls called membranes to make more mucus. You can get a runny or stuffy nose and then you'll sneeze. The mucus can also bother your throat and make you cough. Histamines make your eyes and nose itch. So histamines make your 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 walls thin, and okay. makes them produce more mucus. So that is very important. Can you copy that and put that on there? Because I was trying to figure out what causes the more production of mucus, and I think that might be it right there. Let's see what else I learned today. Um, oh, so and when did we must learn? So earlier we learned about we didn't really get into the food matrix. We use as a metaphor. Okay, so like I said, this is something new. I've been trying in the podcast. It's not really going well right now. I'm trying to do an outro of what we learned on the podcast. So today, what we've learned so far is that histamine is a substance that helps your body fight allergies. That's one. Second thing we learned today is that allergies is a reaction to a foreign substance by the immune system. And foods can be an allergen. Allergen. And an allergen is caused by allergies. We learned that. We talked about hybrid foods and what foods are could be combined together. I want everybody to go look those things up to find out what are uh, hybrid foods. Uh, what else did we talk about today? We talked about mostly the food matrix. I feel like we talked about a lot and how it affects your body and trying to get food that doesn't have a lot of mucus in it. Um, so I'm going to try to find a way to make the outro better to find out what we talked about for the podcast. I don't like the way this really ended. Um, so... You can find me on Instagram at D-O-N-I-V-A-N-G-R-A-Y. And you can find Melissa at A-N-E-T-A-B-U-R-N. If you want to see uh, how we look, which you probably may or may have not seen, you can see us on there. And we have all of our projects, all of our Instagram projects. So you can find all of those in the description below. And that is should be a wrap for episode 22 of the podcast melissa's making some weird faces over there i don't know why you sat on the couch thinking that that was gonna be not uh, put a towel down oh you never had a cat before i feel like are you gaining weight you have uh stretch marks on your thigh (laughs) that's hilarious (laughs) so Yes, oh yeah the gym will be back up in next week so yeah that's that but that's a wrap on episode 22 decoding the bamboo project no that's not what it is episode 22 decoding the alkaline diet bamboo project out